Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. Sold on the coast. That my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. You are listening live. Good life. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, October 5th, 2016. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And with me, once again, my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? What is going on, man? I feel like we should be like uh, uh, periscoping or Facebook Live in this. Yeah, right. Like ourselves by ourselves <laughs> in a room where nobody else is. Like that's when. Yeah. That's when it gets weird. Like I hate that. I hate like the FaceTime videos that people post. I'm like, I don't want to. So see like a, a grid of four, or a row of four people talking about I don't know whatever random topic. Well, you know what? Uh, you're not into those types of podcasts. No, when it's Blog like talking cat. heads, I mean like a one-on-one, your chin is really bigger than your forehead because of the way your phone's arranged or your webcam. But I like the uh, like the talking heads, like ESPN thing. Just like... No, I just mean like on a, on a on a uh, Google Hangouts type podcast oh, no, will do that. that. You're right. You know, like I do or Skype or it'll just, mm-hmm. you'll see if you're watching like the live stream on YouTube, you'll see... The four or the three or the two, however many there are, mm-hmm. you know, talking and whatever interaction. So I'm the person who actually, like, on the phone. Like, I won't do it. If somebody will face something and be like, no, I'll just call you, like, a phone call Rem- in remember, a minute. You're remember in, like, 19, well, in like 92, the, that was, like, the shit. Like, the, or the idea. The video, of, video conferencing? Oh, it's going to be video. We're going to video conference. That's just going to be the norm in 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Yep. And they got that so wrong. Not that the technology never developed. It's that people, like, okay, it's cool to do, like, once or to, like, talk to your, you know, grandma across, you know, the country or something that you haven't, you know, talked to in a while. You might want to Skype her or something. But every day, every time your phone rings, like the idea of uh, mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2, again, 89, yeah. That your person you're talking to will show up on your big giant flat screen TV? How annoying! I'm sitting here in my drawers like that. No. Like no, I don't want to yeah. have to deal with that. So please get away from me. Uh, yes, all that um, to say. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the East Coast Cast. Uh, let's give let's give out all the pertinence before before we get to Gavin anymore. If you want to call in and talk to us directly, because we certainly would like to talk directly to you. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email uh, anytime during the di- uh, during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip at... East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, 
We've got a VIP straight from the stash that we'll get to later. So, uh, but that's it. So get your emails in, uh, especially non-VIP. If you got, oh, oh, it ain't like I mean, geez, uh, the last twelve hours gave us like a bunch of stories. Yeah, like we're talking yeah. about. I mean, you got the Goldberg Lesnar. Uh, you got T- the TNA sale, how that went, if that went, how you know who that went to, and you got Brian knocking up Brie Bella. So that's uh, that's all came down the pipe in the last uh, t- today, like since we've been. And that's been the in, second uh, biggest tech story in the last like three days. So yeah, this stuff. What's the first? What's the number? What's the biggest sex story? The biggest oh. story about oh. sex. Yeah, that nonsense rumors and, and I mean, innuendo. We'll probably discuss that nonsense, quote unquote. But yeah, mine is more. All right. Uh, so yeah. So again, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Twitter's uh, another option. You can find this. You can find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. A little bit jumping on Twitter today. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk C E E Hawk. Yeah, a lot of people talking about the network. <laughs> Somebody posted in one wrestling group a picture of of just a, a shot of the network, uh, you know, WCW, Smoky Mountain, just a random selection of, he says, mm-hmm. where's the, where's the T, where's the damn TNA content? <laughs> and he goes, oh, too soon? Is that too, too early to ask, to ask for that? Like, yeah, is that seriously something you're like, <laughs> all asking to the network to, to watch? You know what? I would watch, uh, I would watch, uh, that stretch of three pay-per-views immediately that I talked that we talked about last week, I think, uh, with the three, with the triple threat, AJ Daniels and and and, and uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. No, yeah, and it's funny, like that. We just talked about that, but that's automatically like the thing already. So yeah. Okay, I got that's the big. Uh, just to kind of switch it up real quick. Uh, because that's certainly a topic, like what's happening in various comics. Uh, flashes back, we did that last night and everything. But Bruce says, uh, make sure you get Jessica Jones this week. So, oh, I, see now, I don't. Okay. I'm staggered on Jessica Jones. Like that sounds like I got the free one that Comicsology like had in their free section before I like really committed to, you know. Marvel U and the Marvel app and stuff. Um, but I don't, I, if anything, I'm staggered. I'll, I'll see what's on uh, Marvel Universe uh, uh, Unlimited. and But I haven't, uh, maybe he thinks I follow it week to week or month to month. Hmm. But I wonder if it has anything, you know, maybe it's a Luke Cage tie-in, which is on pause right now. And uh, he just saved Domingo. On that, on at the end of episode twelve, mm. when in the warehouse, shoot him up. Uh, oh, right, 
right. He's using alien technology. That's why I'm like, what do you mean? Something I've never seen before. Because, yeah, he's using some kind of technology from the event, something that they left behind or they reverse engineered or whatever. So um, I don't know what I was saying. Um, uh, Broken Joe Moore on uh, Twitter says <laughs> they just started a new Jesse G. Oh, at number one. Oh. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. Hmm. That's something I might download tonight. I guess now we're going to address it. You just like things that have the number one on them because it in no way means they're starting a new anything. But, yeah. No. No, 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 no. I know that, yeah. That's why getting in in January was such a... Like they, oh, all these number ones, great! I don't have to get jump in the middle, the end of nonsense. But you're still current. jumping in the. That's my. Point. No, I know. You're of course, that's just by just by unless that's, I just start with a whole I new. <laughs> you're, you're agreeing. No, I, I, I get that. Thing. But it's still, in some sense, number one. Well, in a lot of senses, so do, you know, it says do, number one. Do you? But do you, you know, get whole it? New arc, whole new. I don't know, universes come colliding or whatever the hell the whole reset was back in October. I was re I yeah, all right, that's a me and Rich thing when later when we talked about wrestling for two hours. Uh let's not get bogged down with that. Uh, but I was a little confused <laughs> at the, after Ant Man. I gotta say it. At the end of Ant Man's last run last year and in the start of this one, like Wait, I thought the worlds like collided and it ended within the middle of a sentence, and then the next one they just picked up like, I'm Scott Lang and I've got a bitch wife and I'm raising my daughter. Okay. Anyway, um, Twitter, we did that. Oh, Facebook. Facebook is uh, the last way you can get at us if you want to uh, read a meme or share an article or something like that. That's uh, that's another place to do it. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash pwtorch. East Coast cast, and um, did uh, did you notice if we had a, a like or anything this week? Did not notice. Mm-hmm. Didn't I notice didn't either, see, probably. I didn't get the notification, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably because we did not, but let's see. I wasn't informed. My main man, Weston. Oh, the, the PW. Oh, the PW Tours rap from a few weeks ago was a hit. Like on social yeah, I saw he asked for that. I thought he was like, "Please give me the PW Tours rap. I need it." Uh, we know who Triple H is. All right. Um, yeah, no, going back to all the way back to Eric Hooper from September. So yeah, get your likes on. Go find the page, tag your buddies in it, get them to like the page, all that stuff. Um. So I don't know how you want to start. If you want to start with the the, the already obsolete uh, poll of the week, if you want to go. Yeah, well, it's funny. I say it's obsolete. Think, uh, it's actually perfect yeah. in that, like, the right thing still probably won, um, and it probably was influenced by things that happened today because it shot up. Um, so as you guys know, you know, now um, I do conduct a weekly poll to kind of inform us on – what the topic of the week is going to be. Um, so this week's poll um, was pretty flat out. It's like, what's the story of the week? Um, let's see. Let me word this exactly like we should. 
la 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 la. DNA finds a way. That was uh, that's at forty three percent. Yeah, DNA. Like basically, it was what I thought was a stellar um, New Day and Kevin Owens segment. Um, it was Sasha and Charlotte uh, main eventing Raw and the significance of that. It was uh, what was the third one there? It was uh, and Rick Flair and Holly Berry, um, which I'm sure somebody else asked. Well, I can feel Kyler like asking about that in a totally interesting way that doesn't have to do with what actually didn't happen. Uh, and then the uh, the third one, of course, was or the fourth one was TNA finds a way. Now, when I worded this, it was basically to say, hey, TNA's found a way to survive again. Somebody's put their put money up for a thing that doesn't make money in order for it to survive a little bit longer. Come to find out, um, you know, all reports from all sites basically say WWE has purchased the TNA tape library, um, but not in the sense that that company's obsolete without a library, in the sense that going forward, the Billy Corgan-led group that's financially you know, responsible for the company is going to finally conduct business under a different name. So if anything, like, it sounds like TNA, um, whoever you want to say that entity is, did everything correct in that they're going to be a fresh company devoid of the bad ideas and plots, albeit they had a lot of good wrestling matches that we talked about last week. They're going to go forward as something new in order to wash the stink off of that company and WWE all of a sudden gets this new information, um, or this new entertainment, I should say, to accompany some of their biggest stars. Like, the first thing I thought of, oh, shit, we finally get that Kurt Angle DVD that we've been needing. Um, so, yeah, like, on all accounts, it seems like TNA's done a whole bunch of stuff the right way just now. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess. It just... Um... I mean, uh, you sound like you have more details, I think, just a general better idea of how it went down, like who got what. Uh, to me, the the winners are, uh, assuming Bill Corgan is, and, and I can only assume because of the last, his since his involvement with TNA, I mean, it's just been, it's just been better, and even that's from an, uh, an outsider's, you know, somebody that's not watching mm-hmm. week to week. Um, how they're just framed by, you know, the, the sheets and the talking heads. It's been, it's been, it's doing, it's doing, and, and the fan, people that call here and talk to us and email, you know, uh, it's it's better. And I knew that from January to April. I knew that the show was clearly better. And even even without a bunch of big names, they were doing solid to, to good stuff over mm-hmm. there. Um the winners are that company that comes out of it without the name TNA attached to it. Yeah. And the fact that they don't have the history is like, like psychologically, you know, like it's, it's, it's not a fresh start in the sense that we're not going to really be doing anything different. The logos impact wrestling. That's probably going to be, Oh, Oh, that's a part I I don't know. What, so what's the name going to be? Is impact wrestling going to be, a thing? Are they completely changing up? If so, people made a good point. Well, they just taped like three months worth of, t- or not three months, mm-hmm. maybe three months worth of TV. Shit, who knows? They said to take them throughout the end of the year. So there's three months left in the year. Um, 
so are they going to tape, you know, 12 shows for, for you know, in the next, this week, you know, between this past Monday and this coming Friday? Um, I mean, it's possible. And if so, are they labeled? Obviously, they're labeled Impact Wrestling and trademarked Impact Wrestling. And if that doesn't go forward, so that's, that's we have to find out, I guess, more details or if somebody want to call in and tell us what the hell I heard this on Twitter, uh, uh, what the details are or speculate. I don't give a crap because uh, cause I don't know, and I guess uh, we should probably try to find out. But, yeah, I did not vote for TNA Finds a Way because I, I, I didn't I did not care. I, I thought the best thing was the damn Kofi uh, or the damn New Day Jericho segment. I thought that was amazing. Um, like, yeah. I thought it was the very best. best like reaction one, we know which I think is huge too. Which is the other thing I would have voted on because there's a lot to talk about coming out of that. But I just thought that you know, like that was. I don't know if there's ever going to be like a better New Day against these bad guys segment because it was just really, really good. Um, it was like the crowd probably made it the most um, because they were into everything that New Day was doing. They were into everything that. You know, Jericho was doing, um, or or Kevin and Chris, I should say. Uh, so yeah, man. But it just got, and then like they had a match that had a winner, even though it had weird like Rollins involvement and faces helping heels and stuff like that. But no, I thought that was like tremendous as far as like what actually takes place on Raw, and for a new day that I thought hasn't been any weird reactions and hasn't you know, gotten that big pop once they're out there actually saying things. I thought everything was on with that segment, so I gave that a lot of props. But, yeah, like TNA, the business of TNA, the changing of TNA, and, like, maybe having a respectable, you know, second weekly American program at a regular time going forward. It's kind of cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get through my... <laughs> Facebook real quick. So, uh, uh, quote unquote, friend of mine uh, posted something about, you know, mean about uh, Denzel Washington because <laughs> he found out supposedly he was a Trump supporter. And then a minute ago, he just posted a, the same meme, but with a X over it. And he wrote false information on it. And he says, I apologize. This is not true. Yeah. <laughs> You got to uh, throw those things up. Got to slow down a little that's bit. Salty. I mean, that's that's cool that he didn't just take it down, and I hope he did that yeah. as well. But he, like, hey, you know, because ain't nothing wrong. You know, hey, if you can't say, oh, oh, I was wrong, then I don't, I don't really trust. Yeah. You. How about uh, so they did a, a poll of NFL players. Uh-huh. They did twenty three, I think twenty two black players and twenty one white players. Um, asking who they were voting for. And 20 out of the 22 black athletes said they were voting for, they weren't voting for Trump. So two of them were. Okay. How many of the white NFL players you think said they were voting for Trump? I'm, a, I want, I'm going to be. Remember the demographic. Remember the demographic before you, uh, right. before you answer. But this. Okay, I, okay, I'm gonna say sixteen of the twenty-one are pro-Trump. 
Okay. Don't that's what you're going to say? That's your final answer? That's that's my final answer. 21 out of 21. Good Lord, no, I didn't want it to be. <laughs> I did yeah. not want it to be. I mean, you got to. Because I'm like, oh, it's got to be like somebody. Yeah, nope. Nope. Yeah. And granted, that's you just twenty one random you guys come people. From. Like, you know, oh, you're man. like typically if you're an NFL athlete, whether you're what you come from or Texas white. or Alabama or Florida. Well, I'm just or, saying you come or, from maybe or, or, or a, lower, a lower income family, and so these are a lot of rural families, probably. You know, you don't get you don't get to be a six eight three hundred and twenty five pound lineman living in Cincinnati. It'll make you like that. You know, these are big corn-fed country boys. So, you know, that plays into it. Um, but, yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, you know, there's only, uh, talking to Josh and Richard Sekmego, there's one demographic in the country that the guy's leading in, and they fit that demographic, you know? Damn it. Can't ruin my day with this, Dad. It's a cold game. Now, if you were to if you were to to poll all the twenty one American white guys in the NBA, all twenty one of them, uh, are there twenty one? Because I looked at the Sixers roster, I was like, God damn! Yeah, there. <laughs> I felt like a white person watching Luke Cage. Where are all the white people at? Twenty one American white players. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what. Players. Yeah, Oscar Bloyevich and all them. You know, they, well, no, there's. Get I mean, there's. I'm lying. Like, there's, there's what, thirty teams? No, there's no, no. I just mean if you were raised in Europe, you don't count. That's all. You're not. No, I agree. If you're I mean, an American, exactly. one. but if there are twenty-one teams, if there, I mean, if there are thirty teams, there are twenty-one Caucasian American males. Yes. Yeah, America. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but again, if you hold, uh, yeah, random. Uh, to, again, knowing where they come from and who they hang out with for the vast majority of their teenage and adult lives, if they're star basketball players, you're the one guy of the 12 or the two of, you know, especially the higher and higher, the higher up you get as far as level. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, you they are. You are that you are. Can't tell any of my teammates this. You have to put anonymous on my <laughs> on this. Uh, do not connect me to this, but I'm voting for Trump. Please, <laughs> do not tell Mello. Please tell Mello. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, she says Sixers have one. Has has one. So there you go. Good. All right, all right, all right. Let's. Uh, Get to uh, so so okay so yeah continue um the four and uh, TNA one but talk about why you thought uh, Kofi and New Day should have gotten some. Well, no, I mean again, I just thought it was a tremendous segment. I thought the timing of everybody was good, and I think like them playing off of clever heels is just it's what needs to happen. Like you've got to be able to keep pace with those guys. But Jericho and KO do exist in that unique space where we think of them as either tough or really good wrestlers, and we're interested in what they have to say when they're outside of the ring. So you can't do it with everybody, but that was just, like, when, when the New Day documentary comes out, that segment's going to be in it. Because everybody just played their role. Like, like the whole crowd kept rapping Friends at New Day. Yeah, I think en- like, enough of them. It was just like the crowd was perfect. 
Yeah, the fact uh, that's probably the only crowd, or not only, but one of the only crowd you would want to try that with. If the if if your idea is to get it to catch you on it, of course it's wrestling. So the idea is always to get people to to sing along with you or go along, channel on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you try that in Lincoln, Nebraska, or something. I don't know if even you know maybe three people, but you're not. You know, Mike's not picking it up. So you get a couple hundred people that actually. <laughs> knew the lyrics and were bold enough to shit to yell them back in unison. <laughs> but it was tough for Big E. Like we were, you weren't even listening to music. I was like four when that song came out, if that. So doing that it, again, if the idea was to get people to chant, it was risky. Like it's a iconic song, but to a certain demographic of a certain generation. So it's again just. Risky, exactly. It, it, was, it, was, it was good enough and caught on. Um, t- um, so, okay, so we kind of went over the, 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 the four and the uh, – what about the, the breaking – either talk about the baby or Goldberg-Lesnar, I mean, whichever. For, to me, yeah, the baby, I mean, the, like the, that baby, the, baby the future, is a Goldberg. Cool story, I think. Like, but, I mean, it's you having a baby with your wife. Like, congratulations on that. I think that's cool. Like, yeah. cool, you know, I don't I don't really yeah. know what, like, how we're supposed to react to that. Like, that's really cool, though. Um, you know, I Oh, yeah, that, I mean, you did with everyone, you know, practically everyone, billions of people before you have done. No, like, you should feel yeah. special about that, like, totally. Yeah, and that's, and again, that's no, not me discounting. Asshole aside, that's like, oh, no, that's cool. Did. I think that yeah. is, like, super cool. Like, congratulations, like, yeah. fatherhood is, like, things could... Um, I just watched the, the Shawn Michaels documentary, you know, and Shawn Michaels with a bad back and, you know, among other things, like it could have went really, really bad. Um, because you don't know what happened to Daniel Bryan, not being able to wrestle, losing his passion, things like that, but he's got this cool role on Raw and he's on SmackDown and he's, you know, universally respected for the time he was there. You know, he found his wife and having a kid, like, that's really cool. Um, it was weird as presented in one of our wrestling groups, like, one of the Bellas is pregnant. Like, we know which one. <laughs> we know, because we know the other guy is pulling out or paying for that clinic visit because he's trying to get that paper and can't be distracted right now by things like family, which he said, you know, abortion jokes aside. Get distracted by things so, like what? Well, you know, he's not getting married because he doesn't have time. You don't got time to be married. You don't, like, he can't even take care of the dogs, and he's admitted as much, John Cena, like, in that Rolling Stone interview. Like, I can't, I can't do these things. I'm too busy. So he ain't getting nobody pregnant, you know. And if he hasn't gotten you pregnant yet, I'm sure he knows all the tricks of the trade. Say what you want about John Cena's uh, wrestling skills, but his pullout game is undefeated. He definitely got Ric Flair beat in pullout championships. <laughs> How many flares do you think are, like, around the world? Yeah, around the world. I mean, when you're styling and profiling, there's really no... Do you think there are 24 illegitimate flare children across the uh, globe? A half-Japanese kid running around right now with bleach blonde hair, slick back. Like, he says woo and his name... Talking about woo! Oh, why? Why? Come on, I could... Why did you do that? Why did you do that? That was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, he's, uh, oh, yeah, he's definitely, you know, flare babies running around. But, yeah, um, oh, salute him. Like, cool. Um, 
you know, I'm going to wait until somebody else brings it up to talk about Ric Flair and Holly Berry because I think that's, it's better introduced by a third party asking our feelings on that. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think TNA is the top billing. I think, um, you know, I hope somebody talks about it. Like, this would be a great time. Like, if Kayla didn't have class, but, like, there's a conversation to really be had about the Charlotte and Sasha, you know, in, in a really good main event and Sasha regaining the title, but then, like, them in a Hell in a Cell match. Huh? What? Has that been confirmed? Please tell me that's not a thing. I, I don't know. But let me say this. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but this is my beef. And and if you've heard me, you guys know, like, I'm very, I think I'm very liberal as far as, you know, what men can do and what women can do are the same thing. However, I don't want chronically hurt people who happen to weigh 130 pounds wrestling in a damn cell. It's ridiculous. Like, or, regardless then of again, and like I had to explain to someone uh, yesterday, like it's the cell in itself isn't dangerous. Like they sell it as the, the devil's playground yeah. and, you know, the steel and all that stuff. But besides, I mean, besides like throwing somebody up against a flexible, you know, uh, aluminum fencing, you know, that we've seen that for years. That's fine. It's the risks of that type of match that those two particular dumbasses, Charlotte and fucking Sasha Banks, who can't seem to have a match unless they do two things where they put themselves, their bodies, their welfare, well-being, the fans, all that at risk. Well, not the fans directly, but uh, if they got hurt and they'd be gone, our enjoyment of and all that kind of stuff, at risk by doing stupid, unnecessary, inefficient, high, highly dangerous spots. And he did it yesterday. They did it Monday night. That dumbass corkscrew yeah. moonsault off the top rope to the outside, which looked terrible, by the way, like as far as the impact it had on, on Sasha. And was just so super dangerous. Or, or the razor, razor's edge into her karana that they did a few months ago. Or the dumbass spot they did it at the pay-per-view. Like, it, it's just not... So what do you think they're going to do if you put them and hype them up in a Hell in a Cell exactly. match? The first, probably the first women's Hell in a Cell match, all that stuff. I wouldn't even be surprised if, because of the nature, because it's a cage, assuming this, there wouldn't be any gimmicks to unlock it and have somebody run in or do something. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Charlotte kicked herself and, you know, did the, you know, or, you know, Rick Flair with the blood, yeah, you know, because what, is the doctor going to run in? And I mean, maybe, I, maybe they would, maybe she would have enough sense not to you know, probably put her in a bad, bad spot with, with management. But, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be completely like, no, no, she didn't do that. I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, she's an idiot. Again, in a certain sense of, you know, being a dumbass that takes unnecessary risks. Um, so I hope that's not a thing. I really, really hope. That, and and it just waters down the hell in the cell. Like, all right, y'all don't like each other. Y'all used to be best friends, and y'all had a, have a hot feud going on. But hell in the cell, really? Yeah. Like, let's, like for how about put them in a cage. Stupid. Put them in a regular like cage. Forcing things in not the cell on hell on the hell in the cell pay per view, but. I mean, yeah. man. Anyway, yeah. Well, no, yeah, you're right. You're dead. What about Goldberg and Lesnar? Uh, 
take some calls. Yeah, what about it? Any, I mean, it's it's for people who don't care about what actually happens when the match starts. Yeah. I, I don't I, – I can't get excited for a guy I know that was, like, the most dominant, you know, athlete, most imposing. And this is me talking about Goldberg, like super imposing and explosive and all those things. But that was legit 15 years ago. That, like – and for him to be hyped, he was a football guy. You know what? That was – that was the big thing about Goldberg. Atlanta Falcons was, you know, Goldberg's playing the fame. Hey, I know that guys don't play football at 30 the way they did at 25. So I'm supposed to believe this guy's going to get in there and dominate Brock Lesnar at 49. Years old. 49 years old, yeah. Yeah. Especially right. when the first time they did it, it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world. You know, like, I don't see – See, I'm the one. I'm the guy that doesn't hate that match as much as everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. I, I number one, I didn't know what was happening going into the match. I didn't understand. I was totally confused. Uh, um, why? Ever, it was, so, oh four. So I was probably in my like six weeks behind. You know, a paper torch. You know, balled up after like you know it's been through like four different hands, you know, two months later. Oh, I got my hands on a copy of this torch, this paper copy of the torch. I had no website access or anything like that. Uh, so I didn't know Lesnar was leaving, let Brock was, or that Goldberg's deal was up, none of that. I mean, what the hell? I just thought it was a bunch of dickheads in New York City. Like, well, I guess they, you know, hate both of these guys. Um, and I didn't, so I didn't look at the match like that, and I just looked at it as, Two guys that weren't willing to to because uh, it was a basic match. They like were wrestling and doing tests of strength. Mm-hmm. This to me, it was kind of compelling. Again, not knowing any of that, it was like shit. Why aren't they like uh, you know? You got to the big power spots later, but uh, there was mm-hmm. a lot of tests of strength and and, and go behinds and shit like that. Uh, Keep Goldberg off my nationally televised wrestling in 2016. Please, like, come yeah. on. Enough. Enough. I didn't buy his mystique in the middle of it. Or or especially, let's say, I'm sure I did. I was kind of halfway paying attention to WCW back then. Or or when I got in in, like, 99. So I knew who he was. I knew all that, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't give a crap. And when he came in in 03, I was like, whatever. I didn't give a fuck about Goldberg. But. I watched and you know I saw a main event and uh, Unforgiven and one of the most anticlimactic main event title world title changes uh, September '03 in Hershey. What a garbage! Oh, that, that match was just so anticlimactic, and the match was like 11 minutes long. I went home and watched that match back like as soon as I got home, um, uh, and and watched the crowd because there was oh oh because I saw it on the big screen. There was a woman in the crowd after the three count looked at her boyfriend, brother, whoever was next to her, and was like, "That's it." And I swore I was in the in the in the, in the crowd, you know, eleventh row. Like, uh, I don't think I was that close. I was close though. And I was like, "Did did you see her face on the Titantron?" And it was, but it happened just like that. So I went immediately home to fast forward to that spot, and I was damn sure she was like, "That's it." It was it, her face and her the mouthing of that's it encapsulated everything about that match and really that show. Um, but 
he should have won it the night before, the month before SummerSlam in the chamber. But yep. I was too happy uh, uh, them beating him down because I thought he was going to run through everybody. He did, but then he got stopped by the mighty Triple H, of course. But get out of here, Goldberg. I don't care that your kid does has never seen you wrestle. Fuck that kid. Go get a buy the network. network and watch some damn WCW pay per views. The hell I got to suffer because your kids never saw you wrestle before. So, I am not looking forward to Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. I'm not even looking. People are, oh, the build-up's going to be great. Says who? Brock didn't, and Undertaker, the one where he stabbed him in the hand or whatever, was that uh, was that leading to the streak? And then, yeah, remember the, the build-up to that was awful. So don't give yeah. me this, oh, the build-up's going to be great, because that build-up should have been spectacular, especially given what what uh, how it ended. The build-ups were going to be great. Says who? People are already excusing like the idea that it's going to be a terrible match. Not terrible. I mean, they might. They might. And they very might well uh, get a decent, watchable match out of it. So terrible is probably too harsh. But the build-up. I'm not. Won't see me blindly just. Ugh. Uh, chat room is open, by the way. We're about to see what's, uh, happening on the phone lines. Darrell is, uh, in the, uh, chat room by himself, so go join him. But he is saying some stuff. They have a, they got a new Luke Cage number? It's called Cage? What's he talking about? They said... Or maybe it's a solo comic, I guess? They said... They should not let a woman main event roll. Oh, now he says, I guess I should have read this in time. You know, this is probably 20 minutes ago he's writing this. So, <laughs> uh, reports from today's taping says Dixie had a meeting saying that she didn't s- uh, sell, sell to WWE. She would she would never sell to them. And Billy declined to be at today's meeting and some saying he's upset with Dixie and only got enough money to take this week's of taping. So all point is Dixie's still dumb and TNA still walking through hell. Uh, Damn. Darrell also said no segment on Raw was better than any of the two top segments on SmackDown. Uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, it's a damn shame that Brock and Goldberg going to main event that show, shaking my head. Nope, it is a damn shame. It's a goddamn shame. And uh, might as well talk to the man himself. So let's uh, head to Georgia and bring on Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on, Ken? What's going on, Trav? How we doing, man? Not a thing. And um, yeah, that cage is a new. They rebooting it like a new, uh, like a brand new series coming back out. It's called Cage, new number one. Oh, oh, oh! The, uh, the dude okay. who's drawing it, the dude who's drawing the comic, is the guy who made Dexter Laboratory and Samurai Jack. That award-winning oh, guy right there. Who's that? Uh, so you European? Huh? Yeah. yeah. What's Dexter's? I'm, I'm Dexter's familiar. what now? Dexter Laboratory. And Samurai Jack. He did Samurai Jack <laughs> also. My you ever seen Samurai Jack? Ain't no, ain't no Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory. It's Dexter's Laboratory. That's how he said Laboratory. That's how he said 
<laughs> but yeah, he's doing he's doing the whole series. He's gonna do the whole series, and from what how many uh, well, they put out there, years worth. Yeah, yeah, and uh, how far he how far he wants to go with it because he asked for it. He asked to do it. So when does it start? He really uh, first um, it's already came out. Uh, it came this week, I think. Oh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Have first. you read the Samaritan? Uh, either of you two? Did you see Danny posting about it, Cam? I saw. I saw it. I have not read it. I did see that though. Yeah, I I did. I, I looked for it on Marvel Universe. Do you know what it is? You've heard of it though. I heard about Only it. When he... Okay. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I hadn't heard about it. I went to look for it on Marvel Universe. Wasn't even there. Well, before I get to um, wrestling and wrestling gossip, um, I wanted to start off. I know I was listening to y'all talking about The Flash on Fan by Fan. Everybody should listen to. Um, I wanted to ask y'all this. Um, I know that they already started with The Flash um, Paradox and all of this. And, you know, we're a couple of seasons into The Flash. But, um... You think they ever could do where um, Barry Allen passes away and Wally West take over as the Flash, like in the comic books? Because I know the first episode was kind of fast. It was kind of fast and hard to keep up with, and I know it's a lot of stuff that you have mm-hmm. to remember in there. But just going straight to the um, future, um, Flash Flashpoint uh, story without going without mentioning, you know, Crisis on Two Herbs and uh, Infinite Crisis, where um, you see Barry Allen die, Wally West take over, and then they bring back Barry Allen in um, Infinite Crisis. And then soon after they bring him back, that's when he do the flashpoint and telling you why he made that selfish decision and doing that because he died or they thought he died, but he was running from death itself. And then come back and everything was all screwed up, you know. Do you think that's something they should do in a later season or two? Go back and harp on those. I think there's stuff. always. Room I don't know. To do you're, that. You're, I think when you do stuff like that in a comic book, it's a lot different from when you do that in TV. You're just asking for people to be, you know. Ah, uh, typical. Oh, they killed him so they could bring him back. Whether you know, just I just I don't know. Immediately, my gut instinct is instinct is not to kill off the main character in any way. Yeah, I think they can do it for a unless it's for an episode and you got some kind of thing around it. But it's like uh, it's like when Stewie killed Lois, and at the end of that two part episode, and you find out it was Maybe a damn right simulation, and Brian's like. So if anybody was looking at this from the outside, they would, that you know, and Stewie's like, yeah, what? So what? He's like, I don't know. That's how you piss a lot of people off. And he's right. Called it right away. <laughs> you, don't, you don't go screwing around. Because people either assume it just doesn't mean nothing or they take it for real and they go, well, I guess I don't need to watch this anymore and you never get them back. Again, unless it's one episode and it's clear that, that they ain't dead. Come, you know, watch next week or whatever. So... Um, yeah, yeah. Real quick, real quick though. Oh, I'm just looking. I found the uh, the Cage um, series. I don't. I, 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 they let you read the first three pages. It's it's set in the set in 1977, so he's got that old look. 
and everybody's talking about digging and job turkey and that kind of thing. Huh? You got the headband on? Yes. Nice. He's got the chain around his waist and the bracelet uh, things on his, you know, on his wrist. Um. But if yeah, you, no, if I, you read I, his I, new comic, if you read his new yeah, comic, okay, that leads me to this next one. So I'm scrolling down, and they've got an entire collection. So they have, because uh, Bruce didn't tell me about like Power Man and Iron Fist till like they were already pretty, you know, till the spring. So they're five, six episodes uh, issues in. And like if somebody told me in January when it came when it started or October maybe, or or in January maybe I'd have got the first three issues somehow, but but I got in too late. But they have the the trade for volume one one through five uh, on Marvel. It's fourteen ninety nine. I have issue seven just cause or six just physical copy just cause, and I bought one. On here again, just because it was, you know, just wanted to see what it was about, and I liked it. And one thing, first thing I noticed in the show was Black Mariah is, or well, she's not Black Mariah. Well, they brought it up sort of in yeah. that she's getting that really awesome episode. Um, but she's not Black Mariah in the show. She's not just some ratchet fat. Oh no, you didn't. Like kind of mm-hmm. like she is in the comic. Again, that's one issue. I'm one issue in, and she showed up at the very end. But she seemed like the typical, like, you know, fat hood. You read, you reading the one, you reading the one where um she uh where they built, they got their um former secretary. They got set up, up out of the jail. They ended up, you know, the girl set them up to do something to take steal something to take yeah, something to from the a guy amulet. who they said stole it. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. From yeah. Tombstone, um, X on Spider Man, um, um, villain. But yeah, okay. but that that's a good that's a good one. Um. When they redid this series, that's why um bringing people back to it because they did this one nice, the one that you read it. But the ones before, when it was stay, um done in earlier times, wasn't really that good because they took a lot back. That's why the dude went back to the seventies when a lot of um Luke Cage stories was real good, was back in those set back in that time frame. So but, you don't like um, the current the ones that yeah, I like the current one, um, Power Man oh, okay. and Iron Fist. I like that they. I don't read the whole um, the whole series so far, so. Um, right, right, right. I don't want to spoil nothing for you, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, not really no, read no. it, but it's real good. <laughs> You'll like it, but um, I was just asking y'all about that because about the Flash thing. To go back to that real fast, because you know they said he said um they got a um mutual enemy and that's time. And uh, when he died in um, Crisis on Two Earths, he didn't really die. They thought he did because they seen him evaporate, but it was because he was in the time force running away from death mm-hmm. himself. And then he got, that's how he brought back because they found a way to get get death to stop chasing him. And that's how he was able to come back. And since they had referenced that in episode one, I thought that's um, something that they could put like a two-show episode like they're doing with um, Flashpoint, this is supposed to be like a two or three episodes um, long thing. They could have did that. Just, you know, just to add something different to the Flash and introduce Wally West in the main time, not just what we've seen in episode one. I thought that was going to be a two-part. Like, I really thought so. Um, like, this opening episode, 
like they did like and like you talked about and we talked about. I feel like they didn't run through that kind of quick. Um, and I'm I'm interested in what they're gonna do. But the, the thing that we did discuss is they already have kind of that. Uh, they already have kind of that moment that exists where you know, there's already something still wrong. I think there are going to be other things that are still like that. But we got what two two parters last season, so I think that's still coming. Like the Earth two, and then they got that big um, crossover episode that they um been yep. hitting it. And I think we're gonna have a crossover crossovers, like if like possibly. So there's gonna be gonna be stuff. I think. And Infinite uh, Crisis on Two Earths, it could have been something that used to set up the platform for the crossovers because everybody know that the Flash is the linchpin to everybody in the DC universe. All this other stuff. Because what he do. So that could be the reason why they have one of those crossovers. Everybody trying to bring back Barry. That was yeah. something that I was thinking since they expanded my mind with this first episode. And I listened to you guys on Fan by Fan before I tried to make sure I listened to it before tonight's show. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny, like, I don't know how often it's going to be, but we're, um, like, it's kind of a situation where we might actually, you know, a lot of, in a lot of cases, have these shows ready, like, two, three hours after the show airs. So I think it's cool to kind of get off to that start. But, uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll. See how that goes. I don't know if you if you might have noticed, but like this was a short episode, boy. Like it was almost yep. exactly an hour. Yeah, we're um we're getting through those pretty quick now. So yeah, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, now um back to wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rick Flair Rick Flair uh getting called out. Here we go. Said that he's he's sleep with um Holly. Well, she didn't say it. She used the publicist. And most of the time, if you somebody who follow behind celebrity, when they use a publicist to say it or somebody like that uses it, it's not all the way true about when they denied it. So it could happen. They was in Atlanta around the same time. I remember her and David Justice together and their um highly publicized breakup and. You know, because she always get cheated on when people are divorced. When she has to divorce people, that's because they be cheating on her. So it could have happened. A drunken night, one of those I go to go to the grave with stories that a lot of people have. What y'all thought? As, as Travis, uh, you you answer that. I think if you don't play a line on his goddamn dick. That's what I think. Just. <laughs> my question is, why do you think that? Is my question. Just because. I mean, I don't have. Uh, 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 well, like they weren't, didn't, wouldn't have crossed paths. Like, no, he. No, I just think he just said it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I don't have any. Defi- I don't have a definitive proof one way or the other. If I thought he did or didn't, he said it. I don't believe him. Just one of those like uh, my, my thing yeah. is kind of this when a like I'm all inclined to believe Ric Flair's not lying about having sex with a woman. I'm also almost always inclined to believe if a woman says sex didn't happen, it didn't happen. So, you know, here we are. Um, like but until now he throws otherwise, this. I won't. It's like if that's if if it's so widely known <laughs> that you know uh, Darrell from Georgia knows publicists. 
stuff is nonsense and uh, you know why would I don't know that doesn't seem yeah. like I mean I it just seems like yeah. celebrity My thing nonsense. Is like, it, not that women can't lie, but if until if a woman says that you didn't have sex until it's proven that you did have sex, I'm inclined to believe it didn't happen, which doesn't make me think any better or worse of Ric Flair. But yeah, I'm um. Like, it's weird that the story that was fun kind of dies because of this, because it's kind of like, oh. But it's, like, what's interesting is Ric Flair very quickly was like, yeah, so, you know, I, uh, I smash. You know, I, I beat. <laughs> and, and homie was like, and, but you uh, didn't, he's like, yeah, you didn't ask. And he was like, you know, oh. like, oh, why didn't I know? Like, like, oh, oh shit, you know, do you want me to run through the list? Of... Broke up. And, uh, yeah, it's right after the divorce. And, uh, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, again, now, I'm not saying he... I'm not saying he didn't smash a John that he thought in his heart was That's Holly the other thing. Darrell, so, did you see that we ran a poll for this? That I ran a poll for this, actually? Oh. No. No, and the poll was basically, did Ric Flair smash? I was like, did Ric Flair smash? It was yes. It was no. It was no, but he thought he did. And it was uh, focus on yourself. <laughs> what? So... <laughs> that was the poll. Uh, <laughs> so focus on yourself. Mind your business, Cam. So, um, yeah, like I'm, you know, I, I think but that he's I with Billy Bob because because he's not really like down. So I'm sure he probably knew uh, peripherally who not... Holly Berry was, especially at that time. She wasn't like just you know. This is pre swordfish when she, you know, really in the mainstream, mainstream, like really. But this is what I hate. Her. I hate that premise that she was too famous to get some dick. I hate that idea. Like no, 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 no. This is this is sleep with Billy Bob Thornton, and then she said she did, and then it came out to be that she really did sleep with him um, when they was on set with each other in that movie. Even though they slept with each other on the movie, but they did outside of it. And that was something that she had told told a lie about because she said she didn't. We just had our scenes together. Then it comes out later that she really did. Okay, so I guess going forward. I mean, forward, I, again, like I don't with with women, I hate to be the person who's like this woman is lying about having sex. Right. I'm not, you know, yeah. like we we can't we, we can't forget that Holly Berry is a crazy person. Like that shit is <laughs> lost in all this. She's absolutely a crazy person. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I hope Ric Flair smashed. Because, you know, like for personal reasons. Like I hope that he got to it because that's a better story. But no, if it if it didn't, if Holly Berry says it didn't happen, it didn't happen until Holly Berry says it happened. So here we are. Once a liar, once a liar, always a liar. How I feel. If you lie once. You slept with if you slept with Billy Bob Thornton, I'm pretty sure what back a, in them what days, a terrible that was <laughs> way to go through that. Different for crying out loud, we're not talking uh, about like war crimes or, or, or people's lives at stake. We're talking about fucking and mucking. <laughs> you know, like damn, Muck, like because you know they go people have reasons. Like, come on, we're men. And we were young men at a time, at a point. I didn't make a habit of it, but I'd lied on my dick a few times in my life. Didn't really necessarily need to, but I did. So I mean, once a liar, always a liar. Well, fuck. But but you, you know, lied. Like, but you, if lie you lied on your, if you lied on your stuff. You really? lied on you lied on something to make it. You know, 
to make it seem a little bit better. It ain't like he's he lowering her. No, heart. people wouldn't look at her like she was a whore. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder uh, why I she just, would why she wouldn't want to be judged by a bunch of scumbags. Uh, you know, like, mm, who knows? Maybe because of conversations like this. Yeah, they they gonna think that regard. People gonna think that regard, especially in today's time. Well, thanks for they gonna, they thanks gonna for, that, you know making my point for me. <laughs> they're going to say that regardless if you say no or not anyway, they're going to still in the back of their mind thinking that you got some assholes like that be on Twitter thumb-thugging. They're going to say, well, you a whore anyway. You you showed the breast. You were slipping on people. All that foolishness. I was just saying, like, that whole like it, it, don't, it, ain't, it don't raise your body count no higher. Uh, it don't lower your standards, I guess. Uh, it ain't like you lying about um, man, I ain't sleep with that big fat sloppy woman who um stay in the house twenty four seven and um got a thousand cats, you know, <laughs> that gonna lower your status and other people. That's okay, people so, lie about those things. Well, you know, you wanna I save yourself being married. And then it was a week ago when so, he said So after that, <laughs> after you find out homie did smash the, the shut in four hundred pound hacker, uh what you know, what do you uh you know, uh, I don't know. Terrell. You better, you better come up and say you going, you going for that, um, and you getting that refund check or something. <laughs> Damn, uh, that was just sugar mama or something. Awesome. You better come up with refund something that can be understood. Like <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but this was a good story though. And he said that a week ago, and people didn't start picking up on it until the weekend. So, and, and earlier this week, so. I guess, but um, another wrestling topic. I I I did like that um New Day and that New Day and Jericho segment, but I still I just still don't understand why they don't make. I don't feel like they making Kevin Owens title reign feel special or feel important for him. You know, they putting him in with different people and all this other stuff and just putting all these people into his title reign when if it was somebody else, if it was John Cena, if John Cena had a little buddy that he was hanging around with, like when he was um, ruining um, the hype bro, um, little hype that he was getting before he got the title back again, they have him with a pal, and then soon he win the title, you don't see that pal no more. Roman Reigns was passed with Dean Ambrose, but soon he won the title. Uh, we ain't buddy-buddy no more. We ain't hanging around each other no more. I ain't hanging out with the Usos. But Kevin Owens wins the title. He got to be around Jericho. They got to have him officiated with everybody else, the authority, or nothing. It's not special. He's not standing tall by himself. Even Seth Rollins, um, even though he had the authority around him, but sometimes – especially later on, they let him stand by himself. That's why people, I think, liking him more as a heel or respecting him as a heel more, and that's why it's hard for him in the babyface turn. That's why, I don't know, maybe y'all can help me out with that. I feel like Raw just so jammed together in that smack now. Yeah. I mean, great, it was great, a good man. segment, though. Yeah. Say what now? No, nah, I said it. Like I, it I was agree, a good segment. Like, no, the same things that I like about it. Like I definitely understand the criticism. Like Roman Reigns as a champion, like they wanted to make him a lone wolf, and he only kind of got the friend thing when he wasn't getting a reaction. So I agree. 
they tend to make the strong champions peerless. Like when the Rock and Stone Cold were champions, they weren't walking around with friends. Like they didn't have assistants. When Triple H was champion, because he was a top heel, he always had somebody else in his pocket to help him. Um, so, no, yeah, your, your claims are definitely warranted with that. Um, yeah, like I, I agree. And, and the thing about Kevin Owens, like I really feel like, like if you look at his U.S. title Intercontinental Time, a.k.a. everything a month before this, what was so good about him was how effective he was on his own as a character. Like, he was the prize fighter. He was the guy who didn't need anybody else, didn't want anybody else, like, sacrificed that relationship with Sami Zayn. Uh, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I do feel like, as good as Jericho is, they are cheapening Owens as champion by giving him kind of a second mouthpiece when he doesn't need it. I think they've done just enough like with the scarf when Jericho handed him the scarf and he just threw it over his shoulder as soon as Jericho looked away, like, get the fuck out of here. And then yesterday, or Monday night with Kutcher and when Jericho really started getting too, like, silly, Owens got the fuck out of there. He don't really, he doesn't go so far. So I think they're aware, like, we can't have him. Like, that's what Jericho's for. Like, Owens is good at the stuff and good at playing off of it, so we'll try to have our cake and eat it too. And it probably does water it down slightly. I don't I just don't think it's I wouldn't give it as much credence as you know, watering down as act as much as you would, Cam. Um I actually like the segment I like the New Day interaction. That was that was good and stuff, but it's just more of them doing their kind of uh, self referential you know I mean it's fun kind of humor stuff. It's it's fun. But sometimes it's a, I, I, it's like I get it, you know. You're cool guys who like are up on things, and you know, like all right, all right. I liked the Jericho Owens interaction before New Day even got out there. Which was and how, yeah. yeah, Jericho's like, you know, let's go after the tag titles, and <laughs> Owens is like, ah, you know, my plate's kind of full. Jericho's like, well, it's not as it's not as if I'm asking. You know, to, to for your title. put your title, yeah, you know, give me a title shot, you know, as I always could, though. It's like, you know what, let's uh, <laughs> go after those tag titles, buddy. And was, I thought that was just so good. Like, what a what a scumbag. Like, what a Brady cat, you know. And and I thought it was, it was good at making Jericho intimidating. Like, oh, okay. Because they, they could have played it like, really, Chris? You, you 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 want to take me on? Like, are you sure about that? You know, as he's just assuming, yeah. like, I'll just kind of walk through you. That's not you're not the same Chris Jericho you used to be. Whoever said that, I think Sami Zayn said that. But he was talking about his attitude. He to use the, you know, you're you're not the same guy you were when you were world champion. You know, four or five, six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Chris. You know, you sure you want to? Nope. They played it as they should have. Like, mm, maybe that's a challenge. I don't want to have to. Uh, you know, because earlier you said I got yeah, a lot on my plate. Maybe that's another serving I don't need right now. And he's right. And it gave Jericho a lot of credibility that he that he's. I want to say subtly because it was pretty clear what he was doing that he was afraid uh, and got out of it. And then Jericho. But the thing is, Jericho's such a dumbass heel. He didn't even see how he and just had intimidated his best friend. 
and he was just mm-hmm. happy that he wanted that he wanted to go after the tag titles and do his first suggestion. Jericho just wants to be around. You know, it don't matter to him. So it all it put him over as an intimidating wrestler and as kind of a, 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 an oblivious, you know, he, dumb heel, or at least when it comes to Owens. Or is he? Uh, yeah, not, they haven't given any. I'm getting my I'm way. Not gonna buy it. Oh, is he like? No, no, he's all in. Double no. agent Jericho. No. He, no bullshit. Yeah, uh, they need to. They need to have done something, and they have done nothing but make Jericho completely. Like, I mean, he's embarrassing himself. You want me to sit on your lap? He's like, did you say you want to sit on my lap? He's like, nope. I said I want to punch you in the face. Like, <laughs> that's not even. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. But, you know not how you do the old gag. <laughs> no, I said I'm Then he go back to it and say it again later on. I sit on your lap. <laughs> right. But comparing that, so, this whole thing to the main event on SmackDown, though, like what you got with the main event scene on SmackDown with they're cutting the promos, cutting off John Cena. I, I really thought AJ was the linchpin of it and making it seem like everybody out the fight because of what he said, especially that line about John Cena, you out here chasing history. Well, I'm out here making history, something that can be used to set up from when they finally, when John, I guess, and Dean finished with each other, and I guess they finally want to let John Cena go back on the chase and tie the 16 title reign, that they can use that one line right there as something to help continue on that feud later on in the future. And, and I'm just really loving what AJ doing on the microphone, how he carrying himself. I know people want to see him as a baby face, some people, but I'm loving him as a heel. It reminds me how he was in New Japan. It's just all of it. Even Dean promo, some people didn't like it, but I like what he said. He he he, he worked hard. He come out, wrestled every day. John Cena threw shots at him. Let me throw my shots back and shut you down. And I like that John Cena didn't talk and made the whole main event for No Mercy feeling very important. And they fighting for yeah. a, a, who the best and for titles. And so SmackDown Ma- does get put up on Hulu t- as well as Raw, right? The next day? Yep. Okay, then I got it. I guess that'll just have to be the way. And I guess less will get cut because it's only a two, it's a, you know, hour and 44 minutes that they got to make into 90. Or whatever that works out to be, you know, ninety, uh, whatever. You know. Yeah, I don't think that much stuff get cut out of the um, Hulu cut on SmackDown. Yeah. So, yeah, because that whole just, main uh, trying to tight. see a little tiny bit, a few segments here and there during or, or after Flash before we record just isn't uh, isn't going to cut it. So. If those things get up, I wonder how far, when they get up. Maybe if they go up at midnight, I'll, I'll still be able to watch it, like, Tuesday night before I go to sleep. Uh, go up for um, midnight Eastern time. They go up midnight oh, right, Eastern nice. time, like, like 12, 10. Cool. Yeah. But that, that whole segment was good. I, I like how they did it all together, how they put it together. Just, and then AJ on Talking Smack, talking down the um, – to Daniel Bryan and throwing shots at um, Shane, who haven't been there in a few weeks. So you can tell that they're going, if AJ wins, that he's going to have something to say to Daniel Bryan and and um and Shane, and they're going to have to find some type of contender 
to go against this guy who since he's been on SmackDown, he's seen dominant. Like, can't nobody beat it. And the AJ Styles, who everybody wanted to see come in WWE, who was considered one of the best wrestlers, or the best wrestler out today. And he seemed dumb, mm-hmm. not a weak baby face, a weak heel who run in chicken, what, what they say, chicken shit heel <laughs> or something well, like yeah, that. Well, yeah, that one week I, I couldn't find a partner. That was fucking awful. Where he's like, Baron Corbin, like, talked down to him. Kane laughed in his face. It was like, that's it? That's the only people he's going to ask? And if those two are going to shit on him? Like, what a way to make your new... Ch- it was like week two of the AJ Styles' reign. It was like, damn, way to make But he brought that up on Talking Smack. Shit. He brought that up okay, on Talking Smack. He was like, he was like um, I did everything. Y'all had me running around here looking for a teammate. I don't beat. I beat Dean Ambrose. Why is he, why is he getting another shot? Once you gave him that shot, he shouldn't even be in the match. I beat him. One, two, three. Yeah, you can say my shoulder was down for 27 seconds. Do that seem logical? <laughs> but I kicked out like I always do, and I pinned him. But you still put him in the match. Then John Cena, why did he get a match? He shouldn't get a match. Right. I beat him twice. But you but you love playing politics. And, and Daniel Brown was like, well, the match was made. Um, uh, Shane made that match. He, and then he was cutting down the theories that Daniel Bryan was saying. He said, you should have put the guy who you made my tag team partner. He felt like a a, a, a contender. Shoot, I, I, I don't beat so many people. I deserve a night off. Champions usually have fights that they, it's like a night off. And I was liking everything that he was saying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he said he deserved a night off. <laughs> so yeah. that was good. And the Miz and Dolph. I think Dolph should lose, but I think that could be – it depends on how he lose and the way he lose and the effort that he gives. I don't really think he has to come back as a, a heel. He could probably come back as a face because he – What do you mean come back? There is no come back. That I'm not even talking be about a 30 days. Or talk- maybe a year later. <laughs> oh, all right, maybe. Okay. Then if you're yeah. talking a year, yeah, I, I still think, about you, think you should honor it more than a year if that's where you're going to go. You should be ready ready to – but a year certainly is, like, enough for people where I wouldn't even, you know, or even some purists wouldn't bitch or moan at least too much. I'd be like, all right, yeah, hey, he, he went off. I'd be more happy that he went and was, went and did something for a year and came back and healed up and, and, and got up his mind right and his brain got a chance to chill and, you know – because what if he gets a match of his life and then fans see that match of his life and then the fans start wanting, um, start slowly start building up that they want him back? Yeah, maybe. I, I think they'd forget. Uh, I think I don't think match of your lives we've seen. We could see six match of your lives this year. You know, like we've seen, we've seen three of them already, two in the damn Cruiserweight Classic, which you can consider. That was the match of this guy's life. Or these two guys, nobody, you know, whatever. So, I mean, that's just not few and as few and far between now, where you're going to get an entire fan base to remember a year later. You know, remember when? You know, I mean, imagine if 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 Mega Powers exploding was a career match, and uh, and and Randy Savage went away and came back a year, but but the but the match at WrestleMania uh, uh, five was just. 
I mean, still consider 25 years later Hogan's best match and, you know, what a spectacle and the, all that. And then he went away. Sure, you can in 1991 get fans to remember that match. You can't do that in 2016. I got you, I got you. I was just saying. People will go, yeah, I remember that match. I remember out well, the other match of the year contenders as well. Now, I think the, the idea is if you're not going to have him retire and go away for a year, if you have him win, he has to win in such a nasty way. But then, but you're not trying to turn Miz heel or or babyface. It's a really weird spot that they're in because mm-hmm. if he does something super nasty to to win, it's lessened because well, yeah, I don't really care about Miz or I or he deserved it. All that shit he was talking, uh, or you risk turning Miz babyface because people sympathize. Wow, I can't believe he he threatened the tear Maurice's tits off. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of something really hard Damn. to do. That they, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I swear it. He's like got one in his hand, you know, like, you know, I'll rip it off. I just want to see that happen just to hear how Ronaldo calls that. He's got a breast. He has got a breast. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I ripped the breast off. You touching my wife, <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's my point. Like, he'd have to do something, like, so, like, dastardly where you start to sympathize with Maurice and Miz. Like, man, he grabbed that man, that, that man's wife's tits. I'm sorry, he grabbed that woman's tits. Sucks that her tits got to go through them. But I think um, Miz is up on, it's, it's, it's up on the, the, the drive to being – all, uh, even more awesome heel right now, so I won't want to Yeah, double and that's why I'm saying it's a risk to put sympathy on him because he's doing really good stuff now as a heel. And if you if you, and that's call, why you, can't if you have try to get Dolph over as a as an even, they're different heels. I get it, but if you get Dolph over as a nasty, despicable heel at at his at his uh, you know at, at his you know at the cost of Miz. You know, if he lessen his heel heat, you don't want him to come out next Tuesday or the Tuesday after he loses, and people are like, "Oh man, he lost his title in that really terrible fashion. That wasn't fair." No, you want people going, "Ha ha, Miz lost his belt," and I'm glad. And Maurice, you know, got hers because she went to spray the guy in the face, and it was the tad, the thing was backwards like an old cartoon, and she sprayed herself. And uh, but wouldn't it so be another um, Dolph Ziggler intercontinental title run? They'd be like, here we go, another title run by Dolph Ziggler that they probably don't do nothing with. Would you not want that type of talk? And that's why you'll probably have to. Um, they put the, it's kind of a hard spot for them because they they probably thinking if we do that, then we're gonna hear that again. And now we got to find or, creative I mean, ways to hype up some- Dolph. They could have some faith in themselves and not worry about hearing whatever again. The other option that I didn't mention is they just have him win as a babyface, triumphantly, doesn't retire, and he's a good guy, and he turns heel with the belt. Say he gets a re- Miz gets his rematch, he defends, or he uh, Dolph retains, and then it, you know, Maybe you start seeing something in that in the match he retains, like maybe he cheats to retain his feet on the ropes, or, or, or. 
I don't know, whatever. Um, but by the time he he's finished with Miz, no more rematches, at least in, media, in the immediate future, then the turn happens. That's always a possibility. Or he just continues to be a babyface doll. We we we're kind of assuming he has to be a heel, um, but he could just win triumphantly and just cut the Tuesday after he wins, cut a promo like I'm so glad the fans you guys are behind me. I don't have to retire, and you know he could win and just turn delusion on and try to. They could make him seem like he could he could then yep. pretend like the IC title is the most prestigious dominant title. And the company, just because he holds it and how he, you know, whatever, I don't know. There's, there are other options besides uh, having him go away for a year or so or, you know, doing something where you're messing with Mrs. Mrs. Heel Heat. They're just and not the whole dialogue that we have right what now about this title, the IC title, is what's so interesting and good with that whole story about the IC title and probably the SmackDown title and the IC title maybe be the, top two titles in the whole company because you just really interested on how they're going to go with the Miz story, Miz and Dolph story, how everything going to shape out with the um, John Cena, AJ, and Dean. And now we get Goldberg coming back. And, you know, that's going to be the main event of Survivor Series where I would have want, I would have been questioning, shouldn't, shouldn't AJ main event that um, pay-per-view or whoever? Uh, even Kevin Owens or something, but you're going to bring Goldberg back, who probably 15 years past his prime, shouldn't be in the ring himself. He was already wasn't that good when he was in the ring last time we seen him. How much has that deteriorated now? How good a uh, match that's really going to be? And, again, again, just cheapening the guys who there every week and making them not seem like big stars because you keep going to these old guys to pop ratings or drive interest in the show instead of building stories. That's another problem of WWE, I think, sometimes. No, I, I, I agree. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I, like Goldberg, you know, like we say that, like, as much as I don't want to see Goldberg, there are people who are, are going to pay just because Goldberg's coming back. Like, it's just what it is because like, it's been so long since he's been doing his thing. Like, there are people who are going to clamor to see that, weird as it sounds. Um, but, I mean, like, AJ has been – and, again, AJ's the WWE champion, which is still a thing that holds a lot of weight. So, yeah. Um I don't know. I, I also think, though, like the two titles I'm most interested in are both on SmackDown, the third being the Raw Women's title. Um, and not that I'm not interested in, in the tag titles right now, but, yeah, like I'm, I'm right there with you. The woman scene over there on Raw, I, I thought they should have been letting them main event a few shows here and there because that's the best story on Raw. That's the best what they got. <laughs> the boss is back. Um, I I like the main event match. They had a, a few hard spots. I don't want to see them in a hell in the cell because that means they're going to be having them try all type of craziness off the cage, and somebody might get hurt up in there. And they already kind of walking around with injuries anyway. I wouldn't want to see nobody just for my entertainment hurt themselves even more just to entertain me. <laughs> I I don't have to see that. 
and it's not like back in the old days when they had those cage matches. And, yeah, they used to go get thrown into the cage, but what made it so violent is what they did inside the cage. They weren't trying to do too many jumping off the cages and all of that. They were just beating the hell out of each other. If it was something like that where they weren't going to jump off the cage and they were just going to sit there and beat the hell out of each other to as far as you would let women go, then maybe I would like to see that. But if they're going to be jumping off the top of the cage, climbing up top, power bombing somebody, hanging off the cage and shit like that, I don't want to see it. I'd rather have let them have a regular match or something like that and come up with yeah. it. But, yeah, that women's scene is real nice on Raw. Need the main event more of Raw shows. Change it up. For sure. Uh, I, I think we're not. We're not far from a raw, a raw pay-per-view um, being made. You know, I think a, a year from now or sometime next summer, if there's a raw exclusive June pay-per-view, the women could could main event. So, uh, all right, Darrell, good for uh, uh, good stuff. Thanks for the call. As, uh, as Peace always. out. All right, man. Um, okay, so uh, John A. in the chat room said. Captain Julio Mendez was a character on the 90s Flash series. He's a scientist for the CCPD and Barry's best friend. And the same guy played that character also. So I saw someone on in like a uh, Flash kind of thread or conversation on Facebook like, oh, that was a cool callback to the 90s series, but I didn't mm-hmm. know what they were talking about. So obviously this is it. There you go. So Still. Don't have still don't answer why his name's Julio Mendez. Again, he might be from the Dominican, uh, or you know, one of the, one of those uh, island Hispaniola yeah. islands. Why is Why is Julio Mendez the Well, Haiti's on the other side. So that question. <laughs> like that's the why what? Where we where we are. It's like our question is still why is Julio Mendez the black guy from Becker? Like that's still yeah. the question. Uh, has not changed. <laughs> and and oh no no no, it wasn't just that because that in itself isn't really. I mean, whatever people are named. Oh, why was it They're black guys with, with ski as at the end of their names, but for very different like like reasons and stuff. Why we have you know European names and shit. But um, it's what wait the guy he's replacing, or at least in that you know from our perspective, is a is a you know, kind of on the Puerto same Rican level or something of, looking guy yeah. whose name is Singh. You know, like, yeah. you know, Indian or Punjabi or something. <laughs> so it's like, oh wait, the guy who should be named Mendez is named Singh. It's just weird. It'd been weirder if his name was like Jenkins, the, uh, Singh. If his if Singh was like uh, Darnell Jenkins, <laughs> the black guy's name Julio Mendez. Like, what the fuck is going on? What kind of <laughs> reverse shit is this? <laughs> uh. Uh, I remember the first time realizing Jerry Seinfeld's name, at least on the show. I don't know if it – I would assume his, was real Jerome? Name, his real life was Jerome. I was like, what? It was when the with the, the phone who's on your speed dial, and he's fucking that girl, and her yeah. mom was liking her. I don't know if he was smashing or not. She was like, you know, Jerome, something, something, something. I was like, oh, shit, Jerry's name's Jerome. <laughs> uh, so – is that the only way you get Jerry? There has to be other Gerald, I guess. But again, that's like yeah. I don't know white guys named Gerald. But I don't know. I don't know black guys named Jerry or named Jerome that go by Jerry either. So I don't know. Yeah, 
I know I know a black dude named Jerry, but I don't even know what it's for. It's Facebook, it's JJ on this thing, so I don't even. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, move along. Let's, uh, let's talk to Shahid. Shah, what's happening? What up? First, we need to get congratulations for Darrell for setting a new record for a longest call by a non-hosting individual. Let's give him a clap. There's no way that was his longest call. We've talked to Darrell like 46 straight minutes before, I'm sure. This is like a standard. Oh, well, he was longer like, than that. You guys almost hit a hour with him. It's, it's, yeah, it's like 6.53. Yeah, so he almost did a Ric Flair. So, we almost went Broadway you know, with Darrell. Classic Iron Man match. God damn. All right, so Darrell's you know, and, and I And uh, I do want to uh, say, you know, y'all should have so. like yeah, nicked down the butt before he got y'all sued. You know, all that slander against Holly Berry. Oh, that, I said oh, he ain't smashed, though. So. It was Ken no, Cameron, like, oh. uh, uh, Jeremiah Hawkins, uh, Holly. Jeremiah. I, I never, I, I never yeah. said what was his line? It was a publicist. Sure. No. South Congress LLC. What are you doing, huh? <laughs> you know, being a real piece of shit right now. But okay. Uh, so. Anyway. What's yeah, I I got my quick thing on thing. It's it's funny how and it was when we did the group thing. It was kind of same thing. It was this whole well. Holly Berry, she just did BAPS, and she wasn't that famous right now. So I tend to believe Ric Flair. Like, what type, what type of caveman half-ass logic is that? Like, she said, no, and you don't caveman. believe her because she didn't do swordfish yet. <laughs> like, really? The caveman is what it is. You know, like, I know, I know we put Ric Flair on this pedestal, but this was, like, mid-'90s Ric Flair losing to, like, Juventus Guerrero Ric Flair. This wasn't Ric Flair beating Vader yeah, for the title. Yeah, but perception though, he was he was still a big star, and he was and he, he got was, the juice. Like, yeah, I'm not. That's not in my any way reasoning like that he. If, if Ric Flair 05, you know. And, yeah, but like you know, Rich just made a big point. Like, and you was a big deal in wrestling. Triple H on Raw. That like, Ric Flair said it. I would. I wouldn't have those same reasons. I just been like, I just think he lying. Yeah, but like at that time, his you know, some it random like light skinned chick from, from Atlanta, and he thought, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, I'm Molly Berry," and for the next twenty five fucking years or whatever, just you know, he been in his mind thinking, "Swear he smashed Holly Berry." Yeah, that that that's dubious because even then, like Holly Berry was kind of known, but. If he fell that, maybe he should have knocked off a Mexican so he could brag that he got J Lo too. Like you know, he was Ric Flair. Man, she can just get a publicist to say no, and, and since if publicists say something, it's a lie. Hey, too far. Because apparently, yeah, that's just if you follow politics or if you follow celebrity, that's just like if that's the case, then no one would have a damn be hiring publicists. Then if, if just the standard, oh, it's a lie, then they do away with that expense. What a yeah. Yeah. Moral story is you know be careful about trusting Darrell when he says certain things. So, like, you need a fact checker to, to be playing in the background. That's tomorrow. That's that's a that's a takeaway for sure. But I don't know if that's the uh, that's the moral. Uh, shit, <laughs> Trump, Pence, uh, King, Trump called women p- 
pigs. Pence, nope. Kane, he wants to use nukes. Pence, nah. Kane, he wants to deport millions. Pence, you wild son. <laughs> Any current stuff on your mind besides uh, 1995? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, the whole Goldberg Lesnar thing, like you know, I you, you guys felt you know stated how you felt about that match. I'm at the thing is I pay to see that match, although I don't expect it to be a good match just because age. Like you know, Goldberg's. I know Goldberg's been keeping in shape and he's supposedly in great shape from Wu Tai. Yeah, I'm sure he's still like jacked and. You know, and looking good, and he takes his shirt off, and people would, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to have a, a flex down with the guy, but don't mean just because you fit for forty nine or just fit. Period. I put caveat on it, but don't mean you belong in the damn nationally televised pay per view. You know, fighting the top combat guy, blah blah blah, Brock Lesnar. You know, come on, get out of here. But they need attractions, and I'm really not mad. I just won't. I won't be buying that show or watching that show for that match, and I'll probably talk shit about it on Twitter while it's happening. So that'll be my way of, you know. Yeah. Well, now. But the build up, though, gonna be lit. Yeah. So like, like the dumpster was, fires are also lit. Yeah, I was saying. I watched one. <laughs> Yeah. No, I was saying, like, beyond the whole shape, he's 49 years old. Like, 49 is 49. And being in yeah. shape in 49 doesn't mean being in ring shape. And he hasn't wrestled full time in 12 years. Yeah. Like, no, well, well, and that wasn't even full time. Because <laughs> remember, he was like, I'm only coming back if I, if I don't have to wrestle house. Like, I'll wrestle like 25% of the house shows, maybe. And, you know, that was like his deal. It was like the sweetest comeback deal they just you know what they didn't want to do in 01 they ended up doing in 03 except they didn't have to buy them out that was that would have been a bigger headache and caused a bigger but they still gave him a ton of money in 03 to to not work you know he was working a lot less than triple h was probably making just as much or if not more you know per 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 parents and shit and trust me, those guys keep track of, you know, Triple H. Knew, you know, that's probably yeah. a reason why Triple H didn't really like the guy. Kai comes in from a failed fucking company, and he gets to come in and challenge me, and then eventually he's going to beat me for my belt, and he's making this same amount or more for less. Oh, fuck this guy. No wonder he tried to bury him at every uh, <laughs> at every turn and, you know, had that weak-ass anticlimactic match with him at Unforgiven where Triple H wasn't going out of his way to, you know, make Goldberg look good at that match. I mean, that was all a part of it. Uh, you know, this 11-minute... God, I, was, I think I won those tickets off the radio, and I'm still mad <laughs> 15 years later. I still didn't get my money for it. <laughs> you know, I was like the ninth caller or something, and I'm just beat it. Oh, and that started my streak because three months later I won those Royal Rumble tickets too and sat for for real to see Big Show win. Right. Just leave that at that. So, um, anyway, somebody else jump in. 
Oh, like I was also like I was still saying. Um, I'm okay. still like even though yeah, even though you know Goldberg's at advanced age and Brock wrestles the way he wrestles now, I'm still looking forward to it because you know I didn't even I think of that yet. Oh my god, how did I not think about the fact that Goldberg how, is going to go to Suplex City? How is that? How had that not crossed my mind all day or in the last two days? Wow. Oh, now I want to see. No, now I have to see this match. Oh, that adds a whole like. Yeah, they're not going there. They're not gonna go in there and collar up, tie up, and do a bunch of tests, test the strength like they did no four. <laughs> this is gonna be so different. Nope. Oh yeah, I'm hyped now. You know what? Goldberg hey. does have his place. And on a nationally televised <laughs> wrestling show in 2016. Horrible. Mhm. Oh yeah. Suplex City, bitch. <laughs> All righty. Poor, poor Bill. <laughs> All right, Sha, you were. Saying or want to nah, continue? Or nah, start nah, I'm, I'm okay. You, you guys enjoy the rest of your show. Oh, appreciate right, you, man. I gotta run over here and mute them. About to fire up some of these uh, delicious uh, uh, Ed Bluestein uh, AGB burgers. Because you know the boot. Oh. Oops. Sorry, that was not supposed to be you. Because you know the Ed Bluestein HEV got the freshest meats and buns. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. That. That, that, that's what they have. Yep. That's what they have. But yeah. <laughs> Completely trying to use that argument. <laughs> they, the it? other one, they meat be fresher. Yeah. <laughs> no, they yeah. don't. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> Oh, they got a slaughterhouse right in the back of that one. And <laughs> yep, sliced the meat right off the... You know, still living cow, pig, or whatever. Fresh. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, keep things moving. Let's go out west. Let's talk to Brian. Uh, 25-year Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter subscriber, MVIP subscriber, with no breaks and in those 25 years, he uh, he let me know. I had a break like two days ago. I was about it. You had a break what, two days ago? Like two days ago. It was just jacked up. Um, because, like, I, I changed all my cards because I had all new cards come in. And it went to my card, not my bank account. So I had to, like, re-up. Because I really needed to hear that TNA uh, pay-per-view review. Like, I actually needed to hear it. So I was like, I can't wait three days. Let me go ahead and fix this. Oh yeah. Uh, how was it? I didn't. I skipped over because it, it was TNA pay per view. I listened to like the live cast and the review. They were good. I mean, for what they were, like you know, wasn't a whole lot to say. They were good. Huh. All right, Brian. What's what's happening, man? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, I have a couple things, and um, I'll have some time um this evening. Try to send an email to um yourself and Rich, and uh, good evening, Rich, and and also good good evening, Josh. So a couple things I'll mention is that first of all, um, so. Editor publisher Wade Keller talked about the women crying, and of course, it was a really good match between Charlotte and and I just dialed in by the way, so I should say this. I'm not sure if you and Cam talked about it yet, Trav, but a great match between Charlotte and Sasha. Um, 
of course, still not a fan of Charlotte doing, you know, course screw moonsaults, even though it was pretty nice outside of the ring to see her barely hit Sasha with it, you know, still kind of scary about that. Yeah, all that to produce that. Yeah, yeah. You are right on the money. Um, but going back, uh, Cam, to about the women crying, and you know, Wade was pretty, you know, hey, I'm tired of them crying after matches. And um, it, it's, you know, to me, it's like a woman thing. They're just emotional. You know, and I'm, you know, we've yeah. seen times where, like, uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, was, you know, crying or virtually crying when he won the title from Bret Hart, and that was, what, WrestleMania 12. So I, I don't have a big issue with it. And um, as me being the guy that I am, a movie that I saw like a year, well, like almost two years two years ago now for the first time in theaters, I never watched it on TV, was it's a, the Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. So I had uh-huh. never seen that before until um, Christmas time of 2014 in theater. And at the end, of, and so like you always kind of know how the movie ends because you see it in black and white. You know, you see them standing by the Christmas tree and people singing. But I had never had it, never knew what was going on until I actually saw the movie. And that is a great movie with a great ending. And I, you know, the guy that I am, you know, about to go to karate school, say about how, you know, I'm in the theater crying about that. It's such a great movie. Yeah. So that being said, you know, it's, I don't have a problem with the women crying because that's just the way they are. You know, they're emotional. You know, and not to say the guys aren't, and all women are, but that's just mm, the way they are. Mm, yeah. It's kind of... Mm. No, but let me say this, um, Brian, because I, I, I do agree with you, so let me... um. Let me put this out in the way. Oh, you so, agree that you women know, are just more emotional? No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, I agree that women are emotional. Okay, and here's what I'm actually saying by that. So Josh and I were um, were having a conversation, and it was about you know it was about Black Lives Matter, and it was about somebody okay. who claimed Black Lives Matter did something really stupid, and Josh was like, "See, like this is a problem." Because when somebody does that and they say Black Lives Matter, it makes the whole organization look bad. I said, no, that's absolutely not true. It just reaffirms yeah, if you're the, the people if who If you don't. stand there and go, oh, yeah, that individual doing that, now I think differently of the whole group. Well, you're making a choice exactly. to think differently of, of an okay. entire group. So, so okay, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that was yeah, where no, you were going. Bad, like, bad, mm. Yeah, like, no, somebody being a bad egg. Per se. Funny how every time a cop murders a guy, and and like that's obvious. Sorry, like that it was obviously murder, and he went out of he was out of control or or used excessive mm-hmm. force. It's God. There's a few bad apples. Why can't there be a few bad apples in the black community or in the with men or whatever group that you're <laughs> demonizing for whatever point you're trying to make? No, but with cops, eh, a few bad apples. But they, somebody on the, I was watching CNN said it last night. They never finished this thing. Yeah, they spoil the bunch. You have to finish the stupid ass old fucking, you know, saying. Oh, uh, a few bad apples will spoil the bunch. You dumb fucking piece of shit. So that's kind of what's 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 actually happening. So, but go ahead, continue your your thing. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Well, my, well, my thing is to say, Brian, um, you know, I think that the reaction that women have and the women we're talking about, like Sasha when she wins the title or Bailey when she's going to win the title or when they put on really strong matches, I don't have a problem with their emotional reaction because, like, I've already resigned that these are not necessarily what women do, but these top women in this position 
who struggle to get this respect, this is how they're going to react. So I don't mind them reacting like that every time. If we can talk about I thought Monday was you know, totally different from Brooklyn Takeover Brooklyn, uh, their NXT uh, specials, uh, or, or early NXT specials when they were all got in a ring, all four of them, and cried. And hell, this was this was a winner, super happy that she won, and a loser yeah. who was crying, "It's mine! It's mine! It's mine!" That's how you. Yeah. That's fine. Whether tears were involved you, or, or not. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, in both ways. How dare you care about winning it or or losing it? Like, no, no, no. That's what we probably be sit here and complain that they that they don't do. Why don't they care about titles and put these exactly. things over more? Well, they finally did, and I understood the context that he was Wade in particular because he definitely made an issue of it. You know, uh, when it first happened and up until. Uh, Recently, but this one he didn't. I listened to his raw update, and uh, I was glad he didn't complain about the crying because I thought, "Who's this Bruce Leroy looking motherfucker?" Yo, he looks like Shaka. Shaka. Well, first off, Shaka wish he looked that good, but physically, uh, damn, have, he looks familiar. We've seen him before, right? Oh, is it? Am oh, I the only yeah. one watching I'll... NXT? Sorry. Oh, Patrick, yeah, that's him. tough enough, Patrick. Right, we have seen him job on NXT, or maybe he had a, he beat somebody in a squash match. But I like his look. He's got the he's got the Bruce. He looks like a Bruce Leroy, Jimi Hendrix thing with the sparkly scarf around and the uh, uh, what's the thing when you do when men do the processed kind of hair. Okay. Uh, All right. I don't know. What? It's not just a process. Is it like 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 straight comb or something like that? Or I have no idea. No, it looks like he got a little guy. like he he relaxed it a little bit. Maybe he got Indian hmm. in his family. I don't know. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> what? It it's, actually uh, might be him. It's not Soul Glow. It might be Soul Glow. I mean, it might not be. It might be. Uh, it might be, uh, it eagle, might be. Eagle, eagle soaring. Eagle soaring. Look, and he did he did a, his little cocky spot was to fix his hair. So clearly, it's like a thing. Wow, nice, Rich. So uh, next point I'll go to is about um, mm-hmm. Seth Seth uh, sit down interview you have with Michael Cole, Seth Rollins, I should say. So. It's interesting as I li- listened to it. As he was saying that I was kind of playing in my mind. That could have been almost anybody. That, let's take Dean Ambrose. That could have been Dean Ambrose saying that exact same thing six, eight, six, ten months ago about Seth. You could have took everything, almost everything that Seth said, and put in and have Dean say it sitting down six or, or like I said nine or ten months ago and been the exact same thing. And this is Which a, is why I think a big, what? an important part of his baby continued. It's not really continued. It's pretty solid when you're high fiving New Day in the ring and shit. Uh, but his continued babyface turn, he has to acknowledge that, and he kind of, sort of, not kind of, sort of. I think he really did on Raw. I don't remember the line, but he he, you know, he he said to you know, you can't tell me what to do anymore. But it was beyond. It was more of like an acknowledgement of. 
yes, I you know I was getting things handed to me, and and I you know I was a bit of a jerk and everything. Uh, he didn't go as far as I wanted him to, but he did. He went far enough where I was like, okay, you know what? I I, I think they're I think they see that it's obvious that they have to do more with him and have him say more things and him acknowledging if he acknowledges that like yeah I was in that same spot like you're saying what Dean could have said if he says those things like you could have Dean Ambrose could be saying these same things about me six months ago or whatever if you phrase it a different way frame it a different way right. Um, right. but I think you're you're on to something So um, next point, last night, uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, seeing the Spirit Squad again. I just think that that <laughs> no. was a uh, – Kenny still looks good. Who was the other guy, uh, Brian? Because he did not yeah. – was he the guy that scooches his ass around the thing? That's what I thought, Mikey. That's what I thought. Mikey, that's who the guy yeah. yeah. Just bald-headed. Mikey fell off. Mikey fell all Mikey the way off. off. Mikey had kids and was like, I'm done with wrestling – Get my dad bod going, and you know. Yeah. Chilling. I wonder if uh, Kenny does like uh, bodybuilding now. So. Mm. Yeah, he's in really good shape. Like you can see it, because they didn't even take his jacket off. Just Cam, Cam was calling for a top leg, top rope leg drop. I was <laughs> talking about how to yell to Darrell or, or whoever or anybody, people just for for wanting the women to go so far. You know, he calling for a damn top rope leg drop from a 38-year-old man. Still probably, I don't know if he's wrestled, wrestled fully or when. <laughs> Come on, you better not break your damn hips doing all that. Kind nah, of you don't need that. Yeah. They'll, play for, they'll play for one replacement, they told me. So, Yo, I can't remember the okay, exact so time real quick. Hey, hey, Brian. I just want your opinion on something I'm about to do real quick because you're the, you know, you you like to eat eat good food. Not that Cam doesn't, but so I'm firing up these burgers. I got them in the uh, in the uh, a new wave. I just put some seasoning on them. I'm about to delay. I'm about to throw some honey on them, right? Like that'd be good, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Sounds interesting. I've never I've never attempted that, but as they cook, just like a little light little honey glaze on one side. I don't mm-hmm. even do it on both. I'm doing it. That sounds, that sounds good. That's all right. <laughs> all right, back to wrestling. Well, I was just gonna say, I was gonna say about the Spirit Squad. They just, I thought they really had like a ton of potential. And this was one of those times where I just did not like D or DX, um, and I didn't like, or I didn't like Shawn Michaels or Triple H because to me is that they, you know, five Ooh, on two, and they sitting there destroying those two guys, destroying those five guys, mm-hmm. and then shipped them off in, yeah. in the in the. And they referenced that. Back to OVW. Mm-hmm. At least they yeah. referenced that. If it was worth burying them like that five or ten years ago just to yeah. get this line ten years later, hey, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, the last thing I have, and then I hope you both have a good night, but so um, Reigns versus Rusev in uh, Hell in a Cell. I like the way how they built this up. Now, normally we've seen it where – Hey, whoa, okay, so it's October. We know we need to do Hell in a Cell. Let's put something together really quick to, uh, to, to shoe, shoehorn two people into that cell. Where, yeah. or not just to say, or in the cell. Yeah, somehow the first one, match really of this beard of this dude is a damn Hell in a Cell. Like, why, what? Maybe you know, sense. we can backtrack, you know, a long time. You know, well, you know, at least back to SummerSlam, of course, way before that, about how long this season has been building. So it's been logically building up to 
a hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was just the exact opposite. Not totally opposite, but as as heated as the women's feud is, Charlotte and and and, and Sasha, it, a, a hell in a cell is not called for at all. No. You know, hey, that's a really good question for both of you. So how, okay, so uh, how far away would we be from actually having a woman's match in the Hell in a Cell, if this being 2016, October 2016? I hope if forever. this doesn't happen. Never happens. Yeah, yeah and we can. I, if I it doesn't know. happen this year, which I don't think it should, but if it doesn't happen no, this year with I this view, yeah, yeah then I don't happens. think it happens. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't know much how much forever you get in a fuse. Like if it doesn't happen now, I don't. I think that there might be a wrap on that. Over before it even begins. Mm-hmm. You know, I could, you know, I'm not, I could really see if they rebuilt it back up because they, I think they, the timing was a little bit off in NXT. But you could have Bailey and um, Nia Jax or something like that. But you know, then it has to be like. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. No. I, well, um, you know, you could. I think you could have built Bailey and Nia Jax up to do a Hell in a Cell or a Hell in a Cell. As I say all this, I'm not even sure I've ever seen like a, a like a woman's forehead bleed in a match or anything like that. Or you know, let, let's say. Yeah. Um, you didn't see Lita get cut open by Ivory's boot in 2000. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna I also did. talk about uh, the time when they shaved. Um, this was in TNA, and they shaved. Um, who's the Voodoo the Voodoo oh, Princess? Yeah. Who what's her, her face? Um. Yeah, and they cut the shit out of her head while they were shaving her, shaving her head. Oh. It was. Yeah, yeah. It's only thing I remember her name. But I remember she was she hung out with Road Dog and um Billy Gunn, the Voodoo Princess. Man, what's her name? That's right. anyway. That's her. It was Daphne. Daphne. Is that no. Daphne? No, not Daphne. No, not Daphne. It was something. Anyway, hey, um, I hope you uh, guys have a good night. I should have enough time to drop an email um, to the um, after show. And um, thanks a lot, guys. Right. Cool, man. Thanks. Talk to you later. All right. Brian from Phoenix, everybody. Who is she? Because she's finding a motherfucker. God damn. Let me mute Brian. Well, who is she facing, matter of fact? God damn. Now she got my attention. Danielle Camilla. <laughs> hey, now. Mm-mm-mm. This this guy. I like I them both. Know. I don't know who to... Hmm. She don't... Neither one of them look like they should be wrestling. First of all, let's get that established. NXT need to get some some women who look like they should be... Beating each other up. Like, why do you want to wrestle? Like, I don't. That's my first question. Like, what? Do you want? I can't imagine when they told their folks, "I want to be a wrestler." Like, what? No, wait a, wait a minute. That's what? not adding up. No, I'm saying that's what that's what their parents are saying. Like, wait a minute. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, I think we're just about to hit us with some facts. Oh, that's oh, that's Peyton Royce. Oh, okay, she oh, she does have a didn't she? Oh, she wore that purple crap before at velour 
Or was that the other one? That was the... Uh, Billy, uh, Billy Kay. Billy Kay with the velour. So, right, right. Before before Billy Kay got her sustained, if you want to call what she's getting now, sustained push, it, it, was, this, it was this woman who was getting most of the right. TV yeah. jobs to... to Whoever Bailey or Oscar or or uh, the big one, my baby. How can I forget her damn name? The big one, <laughs> the Jacks. Uh, you gonna shut all that up? Damn, honey glazed burgers. Somebody else on the line. Let's see if we got any emails in the last hour or so. No, we have not. Darrell Peyton Royce fine as hell. And time for time for her to shine. Daphne's oh Daphne, uh Brian, if you're still listening. It was Daphne. The girl okay. from TNA got her hair cut. The the guy, Patrick from Tough Us playing the Dalton Castle character. I didn't get that vibe. Where was his boys? Boys. All right, let's go to Newark and talk to our good pal, Kylan. Kylan, uh, what's on your mind, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Oh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. Yeah. Good, good. Just, just watching Total Bellas and... NXT here. How's Total Bella so far? Kind of standard uh, WWE reality fair. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it 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 interests me. So I I get it. I get enjoy. I get enjoyment out of it, whereas, whereas, whereas everybody else, I'm sure is going ugh. But <laughs> what just debuted? How are you gonna say it sucks? Well, I'm I'm saying I know you you tended not to watch Total Divas because you thought it was right. awful and. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Kylan with the with the memory is telling me or telling the audience that I said Total Divas was awful. I watched like there three seasons out of the out of the five or six. Like what? I was what? really into what? the I was really into the first season, then not so didn't watch the second. And then there was the one um that I got into, I think right before they bought Paige in uh, for something, for I forget what was going on. I don't know if that was the John Cena won't marry me stuff, or or what was happening with with the USO or with Jimmy and, and and excuse me and Trinity or whatever. But I actually liked a couple of those seasons. So how dare you, Kylan? Maybe maybe I'm remembering just specific episodes that you like, but you. You ranted on it a couple times. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't like biggest fan or anything, so I mean, I was, that's now, now the truth comes out. Yeah, I mean, I still watched it and talked about it. That's damn. That's enough. So, yeah. so but I doubt I'll be watching Total Bell. 
right now on Uncle Bella, they have everybody moving in, Cena and Nikki's house, and Cena has all these ridiculous rules, and no, nobody really wants to be around him because he's driving everybody nuts. Seems legit. I hear you very particular. Okay, so Danielle Camella, uh, looking at her Twitter, NXT, WWE, Free Spirit, Pisces. Okay, nothing, no information. And did you hear that the, the the signs changed? I'm supposedly a Taurus now. Like, what kind of bullshit is this? I ain't no goddamn uh-huh. Taurus. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I mean, because of, like, the shift in the earth and the atmosphere, whatever, I don't know, you know how stars aren't fixed. Yeah, this Daniela Camilla chick should not be a professional wrestler. She is, yeah, she should be on, like, uh, um, what's that show, Shahid and, 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 uh, Rich Watch? Acapello? Quantico, with Priya Renegia or whatever. She should be on TV, like, in a different way. But go ahead, Kyla. Sorry. I I believe Danielle Camilla is a Rikishi trainee. Mm, Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So my question for this week is on the WWE tag team scene. And this question is specifically addressing New Day. Go ahead. How how long do you suppose New Day will continue to hold the Raw Tag Team titles, and who do you suppose they will lose them to? Be a a team we already know, or or a new team that we perhaps haven't even seen yet. What do you think? I think New Day is going to hold that title until they beat Demolition at this point. Like, I think that's what they're going for now. <laughs> I think they're going to have them go into what's Josh's favorite stat. Well, they defended back-to-back, you know, WrestleManias, like, without losing it or anything. So I think they're going to try to probably push for that. Wow. Wait, they just had wow, this monster that- come in here just to get beat up by Joe? What? That's his job. What? But they've been building this guy up with these stupid vignettes for like four weeks now. Who is this? Joe beat up a tag team all by himself last week, which I thought was absurd. But at least they were nobodies. They were just a jobber they tag team that were about to lose to the revival anyway. But they were just big. Now he comes out and beats up a guy that they I thought they were going to at least try to feature. This is... Hmm. Oh, but he did tell Regal, you know, something, you know, you know, 
Joe. It was on a rampage. You want to knock him off? Yeah. Oh, oh, this thing. Maybe this guy showed up with all that back knee, and they were like, sorry, pal, you're fucking flashing red light. We can't. Oof. I love Rich tweeting about him. Former Pitt Panther Dan Matha repping the university on NXT. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> right? Taking taking his monstrous yep. L. What you doing? <laughs> oh, shit, he's still laying out there showing it. Wow. Uh, okay, Kylan, anything else for us? Okay, I'm going to take that as a no. Um, tag teams, uh, Cam. No, but I think you're right, though. Like, at this point, like, what's the point in having them be champions if it's not to be the, the longest champions? And, again, like, for somebody who's like, what are they doing with the New Day? I watch New Day go out there and entertain the crowd. Like, that's got to be a top five New Day segments last Monday. Like, it was really way up there to me. Um, and again, Jericho and Kevin Owens played into that a whole lot, but it was still really, really good. Oh, yeah, like, I can see them. Like, and what is demolition? Like, is it three WrestleManias or some shit? It's like five, 500 days, right? Five oh yeah, something. Shit. Yeah, and they've got a legit like months ahead of of them as as champion. Yeah, because I mean, there's no like, especially since the quote unquote good tag teams outside of Enzo and Cass are on SmackDown. Like that's you know that's where the Usos and where American Alpha is. So there's nobody that I don't think the public is clamoring to take New Day's spot. You know, like even if New Day runs kind of stale, it's not like oh we'd rather have. Yeah. All good points. How about the segment with uh, I thought the the the, the breast cancer uh, segment they did was really good. <laughs> Up until they, why did they have to shoehorn the soft line in there? Because he had to then explain yeah. they are not absolutely like then don't say it. Yeah. If they're not soft, then don't say it. And the crowd even, like, it was not the most powerful chant yeah. that they've ever had. Because they were like, you did there. Oh. yeah, ooh, good job. <laughs> but it was a good, good, I really liked how they did that segment, this, this go. I've seen, seen, we've seen Cena do it. We've seen Roman do it, I think, last year, and but and this Roman was, was uh, last year too. Huh? I said Roman was pretty good last year too. You know, Cena's gonna. We, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. remember, but just like I don't, and it was in that way, it's good, like because it's not really supposed to be. A yeah. I mean, you remember that it happened, but like the Cena ones, he probably said some really nice things about the people, and you know, we're gonna kick cancer's ass, and you know, they're fighters and that kind of stuff. Uh, but this, it really worked uh, with with their gimmick, and, and they brought a lot of energy to it. And uh, it just it's, uh, makes you feel good about a couple of baby faces. Like, oh, okay, that was that was good. That was charitable, but you're not thinking what a bunch of shills or corporate no. goons or whatever. Yep, right there with you. 
So Swan and Jose. Oh, this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, and the t- Dusty Tournament. <laughs> I keep yelling, just get your asses in there and wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Wait, remember how all Prince that, Nassim that, Ahmed would, uh, would, would dance behind the curtain for like five, ten minutes before he would come out? Yes. Uh, for his yes. boxing match? They should do that, and just the heels in the ring, just like, come on, get in, the, come on, no, get in the goddamn like ring. Screen of them just back there, just yeah. <laughs> Agreed. That should happen. Get in the ring, dancing, high five, and shaking ass on the outside. Oh, let me tell you how I tried to go to uh, um, go see Reggie <laughs> and uh, get a haircut today on my walk-in tip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, why? Well, why? Because <laughs> I'm not trying to pay a $10, uh, you know, appointment fee. Well, that's why. He's like, yeah. Like, you can sit here for So I sat there hours. for like 10 minutes, you know, chilling, and we were busting it up a little bit. And then another dude, I guess his whatever at that time, you know, his next guy walked in. Uh-huh. He was like, you you got an appointment? I was like, nah, I'm just trying to, you know, get in where I fit. And he was like, I don't know. He was scrolling through his, uh, his schedule. He was like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to fit you in today. Like oh well, okay, <laughs> it's kind of a wasted day because yeah. I was like ah you know I I, w- I could have you know been working, um, and uh, and then Jason wants to hang out tomorrow because Mary's going away for the weekend. So, yeah. You know, Ooh, what are we doing tomorrow? Up. I'm excited because I'm on vacation. <laughs> Shit, yeah, come through, man. Bite yourself horn in on our uh, right. uh fun uh, buddy without me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the hell is happening here? He got he got he's so used to uh yeah man he got to get used to being a part of the group. Yeah. And his group me his yeah. group me uh, activity shows that he's so I'd be like yo what where are you at he's like it's like won't you you know say something in the group. He's like, I don't know, you know, I've been going for so long, I don't know if those, you know, if those guys, like, first off, fuck, uh, that includes me, first off, fuck those guys, yeah. what are you talking about, man, well, I would be, we're yeah. all pals here, you think we're sitting but here guys, judging actually, you, like, oh, now like, you, you know, show up, I was like, think about Dre, with his, oh, what's up, fellas, talk about Carson Wentz, and then you'll see him for another two weeks, Yeah. if anybody I mean, should get, I mean, you know, uh, shit off for not being a part of the group is that motherfucker. God damn. Yeah, I, I'm still still I mean, Trey, If you don't make yourself visible, then be one, then be mad when you be left out of shit. <laughs> Try to uh, uh, Jason the same thing. But but you know I haven't been yeah, here for so long. Well, if I'm gonna be accepted again, <laughs> like it ain't no, this ain't a wolf pack. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you yeah, ever see the uh, special they did where that dude became the leader of a wolf pack, like a human man, right? And then he left because he had to, you know, take wife. care of, like, you know, human shit. And he came back, like, two, three weeks later and had to, like, I mean, right back to the bottom. Had to humble himself to, like, the leader guy, like, you know, like, roll over on his, you know, like, let the... It was, like, amazing, like, to see, like... Man, like it ain't, he can't just be like, yo, I'm back. What up, y'all? Like, he smelled different. They like, where the fuck you? But nigga, you police. <laughs> you know, like, they don't trust this motherfucker. They got, you got to start again. 
And uh yeah, think me thinking we're we're a bunch of savage wolves that uh <laughs> not gonna welcome him back to the to the pack. You get on my nerves with that sensitive yeah. that shit, man. He's so sensitive, man. As you talk about him in front of hundreds of people. As I talk so much shit about him. And when he hears this episode in like two weeks. Because <laughs> he's perpetually he's behind. He's, like, he's not going to call you because he's going to think you really feel like <laughs> Way to go. Like, Jay, it's been like two weeks. Where you, what's up? Oh, I, you know. I, We've you actually know, been doing things. Think, didn't think you wanted to I'm at your house right anymore. now playing at PlayStation. Wait. Like, what did he? <laughs> I'm quite friendly with your child, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, try to mayonnaise up this bun real quick. Oh, pause. Damn. Pause. Jesus. Pause. <laughs> Careful. I'm literally, you know, mayoing up a bun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it sounded uh, so gross. It wasn't great. Mm. The words attached to that were not great. Who do we have on the line here? Let's see. Ah, here we go. Let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what up? What's going on? What's going on, man? And what's going on? Join, no, listen, join the smoke, kick him back, and join the show. Word. Wow. No, Word. You uh you through you finished with Luke Cage yet? I ain't finished it yet. So I'm gonna get back into it tonight. I'm up to episode five. All right. Yeah, I'm on I'm on twelve currently. So I'm almost done. It's uh it only gets better, Mike. That's it. You can try and do a lot the 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 music, everything. Everything. Oh, what I was saying on Friday, right? Just right. unapologetically lack. Yeah. And then, I'm like, oh, I, what, mm, this, this is not a big spoiler, but Method Man does show up. Because it's not, right. you know, to the story. He just does make an appearance, and it's really worthwhile, yeah, and it moves the story along really nicely. Yo, yo, for the life of me, that shit sound like, that shit sound like a wizard. Like a rhythm in his prime produced. Oh, I was like about to score. say a rhythm maybe twelve years ago, fifteen years ago, on that Not soundtrack. In his prime. Yeah, yeah. I almost got into it uh, uh, with with Miles Cam, but I let it go when he said, um, uh, <laughs> "What's his face? Timberland was his, was the best producer ever, or something like that." And I was like, "Yeah, but I mean, I just yeah." yeah. But nah, that would have been like come on, 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 come from nine seven to about nine eight nine nine, everything was Swiss. And you ain't having Swiss one or two mm, drinks on sir, your album. It was it was Swiss, Timberland, or Neptunes. 
Literally, yeah, everything I mean, heard on the radio was yeah. made by one of those three producers. From from especially, oh, remember, I mean, once Super, uh, once Nor N O R E came out and blew uh, and blew Neptune's up, and then they did a bunch of features for for Jay Z and shit. It was just curtains yeah. for the next yeah, few years. Crazy. Like, everything is crazy. Neptune. Yeah, I, pew, pew. Every song you heard on the radio, pew, <laughs> everything yeah. got ridiculous. <laughs> Like of yeah. that day, of that era, those was the hottest producers. And you can't forget, you know, that bad boy production team because they was they was touching a lot oh, of yeah. shit too. The hitmen, you know, hitmen. you know, it does. It, it takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of talent to right. uh, to take a hit and then make it a hit again. So always but remember. You know, but so far, fellas, you know what part they got me on on new change. The part when, you know, after Cotton, uh, blew, you know, blew the building up and he flashed back in his mind and he had the old fucking Tower Man garb on with the, uh... Yeah. Oh, in the, in the episode three, yeah, I liked how they, uh, paid homage to that old school look. Like, oh, it's the thing that, you know, was around the Tierra, as they called it, uh, later. <laughs> And the yeah, yeah, the whole power man. Okay, I see on. where that came from. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like that—that that shows. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm ready for Iron Fist, all that defenders. And I heard they Somebody got Somebody said it was like out. assuming Iron and Fist was going to like, oh, Iron Fist going to shit the bed. Like, what makes you say that? They've only had four straight hits uh, in this Netflix Marvel thing. <laughs> Why would you assume number five is going this to be garbage? Like people just waiting for stuff to be trash. Like, damn, you—it's a thing that you like immensely, but you're like, right, the next one's going to suck. Like, nah, you have no evidence of that. Nah, I think that shit going to be fire. Defenders going to be fire, and that fucking Punisher in 2018. Because I ain't from the first quarter of the um, oh, new year. God, I, I love January. how they connect all of them with certain characters. Yeah. With either Rosario or or Turk. You know, and I love how they got Turk uh, um, when Rosario was like, uh, or, or not, Misty was like, what you doing up this far? You know, if I see you out of Hell's Kitchen again or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, right, nice right. way to. Right. That he was fun, too. Yeah. Old school greasy nigga. He reminded me of this old school cat that I used to like. He used to nice and raw young cat too. Like especially at dice games and shit like that. Damn. Coming from boys. Yeah, that was it. But that shit is just I don't know. Like so I said, I, I, I'm trying to let it breathe a little bit. I don't want to run through it. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do at least like. Three a day. Yeah. At least like no, three I, a day. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, got through it on, uh, I think she yesterday at work, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, and it's just it's really good. I can't wait for, can't wait for more. At the, yeah. You know, I want to run that, down the feet, too. That shit going, that shit, after I finish that, oh. I'm going to revisit Daredevil Season 2, too. I'm going to revisit that. Yeah. What about, uh, what about they broke in, uh, Netflix over the weekend? Yeah, yeah. that shit broke Netflix. Like, because I couldn't even get on for a while. 
that's why I'm so fucking behind. I can't even get on. Like, for, I say about from 10 o'clock at night to about maybe 1 in the morning. Hmm. That was one of the days I didn't watch any, so I, I just yeah. heard about it. Yeah. I think the little live thing, you know, that was I got to get, you know, on the South Congress tip, too, because I didn't even see the flash last. I, I, I totally forgot, you know, that the flash was uh, on. I was back and forth between SmackDown and the and, uh, BET Hip Hop Awards. What you think right. of those ciphers? <clears throat> they, they, they was dope. They was dope. Because a lot of cats come to school trying to bring, you know, the originality back to the game and shit. Because to me, up on that stage, that was a really big. Um, my buddy's a really big Davies fan, and I'm just starting yeah. to listen to him. But yeah, he's nice. He is nice. Yeah. But I don't know what's up with the, with the performances and shit. I, I wasn't really, you know, it was some of it was I you know, and they, you know, I'm happy to see her. She's from, you know, the, the star and all that too. So, but all, I, I'm yeah. tired of all these tight ass pants. With these belts and, and these colorful, uh, this colorful hair, this mumble shit, like I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not catching all this shit. It's not you, huh? Nah. I hear you. Yeah. With the jumping out, you know, our wrestling bag, like they say in Philly, you know. Um. <laughs> last night is a perfect fucking example of. Trying to you know get entry or people into watching and wanting to see something like that's why anything you gotta get into SmackDown. We say this every fucking week. They had direction, like they stories made sense. The shit was funny. The Spirit Squad, although Nikki looked like his suit was two sizes smaller, like I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. Mikey, <laughs> yeah, he, man, them years got to him, boy. They really, really did. And, I mean, the shit that cracked me up was, like, I don't know if y'all caught it when Miz was saying that, yeah, Dolph go join his boys and go, you know, sign, you know, go sign $5 autographs and shit in, in, in churches and gyms. And Kenny was just in the background, like, not his head the mic, like, shit, man, you're right. Yep, said it just like that. Like damn, like it's yeah. The disdain that Miz actually has for independent wrestling, like I could really see that because it has no value to him. Like he's up that area where I want to be in WWE. I don't want to be. I don't want to wrestle. I want to be in WWE. I think there's a difference there. I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to be a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. But maybe he need that. Maybe he need to go to New Japan or the ROH at all. Because like you said, he's been a homegrown since Penn State straight to OVW. So he really had no time to really know, you know, nothing else. Or, you know, to really true. delve into who he is. So, you know, maybe he need that experience. Like, I think that should help him if this is what he still want to do. Because I see his social media, he's saying goodbyes to everybody. I don't know if he, if they're doing too much. Because, you know, come Sunday, he has to change his mind and, and put him over. But I don't know. Damn, Almas turned on Alexander? Shit. 
That was quick. He needed well. They needed they needed to heal him because he oh, was yeah. going nowhere. Nowhere. Like, he was trying to heal him. Yeah, he was going nowhere. Yeah, I was going to ask y'all, Chad, did you get a chance to see all 16 teams that's going to be in the um, tournament? You hey, Rich can. actually showed us a chart, as a matter of fact. Yeah, a few of them. I know uh, we were talking earlier because uh, uh, No Way Jose and Rich Swan, you know, they put the two dancing guys together, so... And you know what? I can see them oh, being and a, and a Bush, uh, Nick who is it? Abushi and uh, um and Hatami. Uh, yeah, Hideo Hatami. Yep. Mhm. And then you got Team Aries, which is which is you know is intriguing too. Who? Team Aries, Aries and uh, got a mystery. He got a mystery partner, but we, I think we know who it's gonna be. Oh, Roddy, yeah, yeah. And then, I, you know, I'm anxious to see what they do with, um, what's the name of them? Because they've been kind of quiet. And I, you know, they've been down in NXT for a while now. Um, the Mighty Don't Nail. I'm trying to see what they're going to do with them two cats. They ain't going to do nothing with them. I mean, they're in the tournament. They're not going to win. They might win the first first round match, but... Yeah, that TM61. They took away the cool name and gave them a cool yeah, name. That, 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 that name sounds that so song. trash. So, yeah, so. Um, that should remind me of the old. Yeah, yeah, Sam. No, it reminds you of what? Go ahead. An old TDK60 tapes, TM61. What the fuck is that? <laughs> TDK. 90 minutes, 45 minutes on each side. Yeah. Right, the TV tapes, 60 tapes, 60-minute tapes and shit. Yeah, oh, no, I got the 90. So. I never got none under, yeah. under 90. I learned early. Yeah, but to me, like, AJ's belt is the most important. I think, to me, the, the, the whole feel of the universal title, to me, is like they're undervaluing that over the women's title. They feel, they feel like that title is the most, more important than it seemed like that one is more important than anything else. And this one was a flow, and I want to give both of y'all opinion on it, that they might headline Hell in the Sad, again in the Sad. Which no, I think no, about no. no, we we talked about uh, the women in the cell earlier, how terrible of an idea it is. Mainly because... Uh, not not because of the cell itself, yeah. uh, but because uh, because of the risk. Yeah, that girl take. is like a hundred. That girl is man. I do not want to see her in her career in no cell. Yeah. I don't think she's getting a regular match. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah, I think it's too much. Like I'm not truly even invested in seeing that paper view. You know, I. I watch just calls, but I'm looking forward to no mercy more than that. And I ain't even going to comment on Goldberg and Brock. Like, who cares? At this point, I, I'm not really looking forward to see that. But, I mean, hey, if it helps them to get by race, that's it. But um, this is my last thing. You know, what y'all think? Now, do y'all think that I know you probably give two fucks, right? 
Do y'all think WWE really bought Cena a lot better? And I'm going to just listen. That's all I got for tonight. So if y'all next I think they did. Like, Thanks, man. I, I think so. Yeah, I have no reason to, to, to doubt that they would. And that's been, like, the rumor for two weeks now, if not longer. So, and the way they supposedly worked, you know, worked it out with Vince getting the library and all that stuff and and Billy Corgan getting, uh, getting the name, uh, the roster obviously can go forward with the roster. It seems to make a lot of sense. It does. Maybe too much sense. Maybe too many. Maybe everyone maybe wins, it's and it's hard. like, mm, that's not realistic. Yeah. Because again, my first one wondering, what do they do if, if Vince owns those logos and trademarks? How do they have the next five, you know, two or three months worth of tapings? Mm-hmm. I doubt Billy Corgan's, and we would know. We would have known. People would have gone to those tapings, and it would have been. Uh, I, uh, Impact Pro, IPW uh, logos around or whatever Impact Wrestling Pro or you know, they've been calling they it, one thing I did hear in the, um in different recaps and stuff that I read like they have been calling it specifically like the Impact Championship so you know that could be kind of a harbinger of a they've going out going of their on. way the last like six months to a year to not call TNA TNA call it Impact, Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. You barely, unless it's a press release and they're talking about the overall company, you never hear them say the letters TNA. It's always Impact or Impact Wrestling. So you always talk about the, sh- the, the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, let's... Uh... <sighs> So HEB sells like you know like prepackaged almost not prepackaged but everything in a plastic container like you can get chopped onion or chopped onions mm-hmm. you know carrots and celery everything in like an already packaged plastic thing with a low uh, price and all that on it. I got some damn chopped onions. Like two days, they were go- they went bad. Like ah, I just gotta buy a damn whole onion next time. That'll that lasts like two yeah. months in your refrigerator. <laughs> it's fine. You know, might like peel the outside off or something. But oh shit, this is awesome. Next week or uh, um, there's a meme on top. It's uh, Braun being interviewed by uh, Saxon. And says, tell me, tell Mick Foley, he better give me a real opponent next week. And at the bottom, yeah. Luke Harper. Any, any chances uh, that's the real apart, opponent? <clears throat> Could be. Like, that would be a good match. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I like Luke Harper. I don't know. I think people I, kind of indifferent to I agree him. with Wade. Right? Like they said, if they had been given, if they gave Luke Harper the push that they're giving Braun Strowman, they'd have a main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, main eventer on their heels yeah. for years to come, and I and I believe that. A dirty ass main eventer, but a main eventer no. <laughs> he need to come back with his hair in a ponytail and his beard like ponytailed, like just like 
cleaning up my act, folks. <laughs> like Foley when he went anti-hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but no. But uh, that's uh. Looks like let's talk to Boris. Uh, to wrap things up, possibly. Uh, Boris, what's well, happening, man? I completed um, Luke Cage, but I'm not gonna spoil nothing. Okay. It was awesome. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming it was the shit, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, plenty of spoilers. You know, I mean Easter eggs. Plenty of Easter eggs. A lot of them. And um, but I was plenty. Yeah. What for who? For people that like know the seven, series from the seventies, or who 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 do those Easter eggs serve? The fans, comic book fans. Because like you like you said, the yellow yellow vest which we've seen, and the little thing, the tiara dress his head, and the and the um the things on his wrist. He did they did the whole suit yeah, the and um, around his waist and legs, all of it. And Willis Stryker. Uh, I'm not gonna say nothing, but I'm not sure. Yeah, don't shut the fuck up. Don't get no spoilers. I'm only on episode twelve, yeah. so. You know, <laughs> okay, but let's. Spoilers. I want to get in. I want to say something about wrestling. Um, right. In December, I want you guys to th- think about this. In December, we get a live SmackDown back to. Ba- I mean, a live Raw and SmackDown back to back in Chicago. Oh, nice. Can you imagine that. December twenty, I think it's December twenty sixth and twenty seventh. I mean, okay. I mean, nice. Are you gonna go to Boston? Come on, dude. I'm just saying, dude. um, Can you imagine two nights to this? That means Roman Reigns and John Cena, if they're on the screen, they're gonna get it big time. Or will we get a different reaction to the U.S. T- U.S. champion Roman Reigns in Chicago? So you think you it's think still that? to the point where he's gonna like they're gonna shit on him? Like there's there's no avoiding that. I mean, because we you got can hear in his voice, he's hoping for that. we got thank you Lana chance, thank you Lana chance. Damn. Well, did you remember that, guys? We just, we recently just got thank you Lana chance against this dude. Yikes. That's messed up. I mean, maybe they're thanking Lana for giving us a better Roman Reigns. I'm reaching. <laughs> Reach. <laughs> like I'm. Yeah. I mean, they really won't give up on this guy. We can't imagine anybody else getting a better push, really. You know, than Roman Reigns. I mean, they they just won't get let go yes. of this guy. Sure. I mean. uh I mean, <laughs> I mean, we tend to think of things in a vacuum and and all of it, and forget like, you know, history and what we've already been through. But we've seen in our lifetime in very recent history main event acts that weren't weren't as good as Roman Reigns. I mean, Where is Roman Reigns is a right limited now? limited wrestler in a sense. Like, you're not going to put him on in, in the main event of Raw with a non-over, you know, like, sure, AJ and John and Cena and those types are going to get those types of matches out of uh, those 
you know, three and a half to four and a half star matches out of out of out of uh, Roman and just kind of a random you know opponent. Even Rusev is, was is, gets good matches out of him. It's it's not that he's not over in that sense. It's just the people just don't don't like him. There have been worse situations where guys weren't over, the crowd didn't like him, and they couldn't wrestle, and they were taking up spots. And you know, I mean, it's just not that. This is not the Lex Express. This is not. <laughs> this is not Psycho Sid. You know, at WrestleMania th- uh, uh, 13, <laughs> going against The Undertaker. I mean, come on. Sid was the champion. Sid main event at WrestleMania. Let's just throw out all the terrible... In your games. fucking hometown, Chicago. He lost, but, you know, come on. Uh, I get it. We all get it, Boris. You don't like John Cena. You don't like Roman Reigns. But, you know, it's not... They're not... They are not I mean, the worst in the history of. I know. Of, of forever. Giant, God, Giant Gonzalez, come on. Like, we can just list them off like these. Right. So Tali, list Tali, them before you. Tali, Tali destroying Undertaker. Oh, you guys really think this is good? It's just, it's just they won't give up on Roman Reigns, even if we boo him out the, out the, out the city. Out the you shouldn't give up on him. He's doing things differently. Uh, yeah, well, a a one, you know, blue chip, whatever adjective you want to use, he is that. You don't give up on a guy like that. Kind of, you just adjust your creative, and that's what they won't do. Let's go back to something positive. We're building, <laughs> and we we're, we're building to the defenders, and then on the big screen, we're building to, to fight Thanos. How good of a booking is Marvel DC doing? We're gonna get a we're gonna team build up. I don't know who the defenders are. So. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, well Jessica they, they, Jones, Daredevil, um, and Iron Fist. Right, the next the, the next well the next version of <laughs> the defenders. You don't listen. I wonder who they're gonna fight. Talk about all day, but yeah. Um, they're doing but hold a up, bang up job. That's that's all we tell you all day. Like, all these Netflix shows are like, yep, building for the Defenders. Like, we even post, like, the Defenders trailer with the, the – these all these things all happen mm-hmm. all the time. I remember that. Yeah, this is Boris, like, we really, history we really beat being him made. over the head with these things. I, mean, I think you are. And then he's Boris, like, for real, for real. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, no, we, uh, but we, you do. But, yeah, okay. But they're doing a great job. Um, it's going to be interesting if, like – Iron Fist and Luke Cage are friends before the end of the Iron Fist series or not. That's kind of what I'm interested in saying because I don't know. Like, are they going to have a history or are they going to, like, after Defenders, are they all of a sudden going to be super buddy-buddy? I don't know. It's just fun getting here because uh, Misty Knight, is something supposed to happen to her? Between is, now. is that how she gets her arm? Doesn't doesn't she have there an you arm thing? Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to say it. I hope it happens because she has to go through Tony Oh, right, Star. right. That is a bit of spoiler territory, <laughs> so thanks for the catch. You see? Um, uh, but, but when I was reading uh, uh, Sam Wilson number 10, and they had the funeral for, for War Machine, I, 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 that was like the only time I really got a good look at, at, at Misty on paper. 
like, and I was, I swore she had like some kind of bionic arm or something. They came close. And uh, and then when uh, yeah, when stuff happens on uh, on Luke Cage, I was like, oh, is this how? Is this the beginning of right? You know, they yeah. it. So I mean, it's just the fun part exploring how we're gonna get whatever they're gonna give us. You know what I'm saying? Whether they can pull off more of the comic or do the changes that fit with Netflix, you know, or the big screen. But, I mean, the culmination of any of these guys make it to the big screen, when the big fight with Thanos happens, it's going to be a blast, man. We got two shows. See, I think they're keeping street-level stuff far away from 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 the universal cosmic it seems stuff. Like but they was but the, the little kid Yeah, was and I think the, they should. I think the that because it, it, so they reference all It's one stuff. of the reasons I like I like hold up, it's one of the reasons I like Spider-Woman and Ant-Man because they're they're not as street level as like reading a king. Like I read the first couple pages of Kingpin and I was just like this is just too insider, too street level thuggish you know, henchman-y kind of thing. But also, you know, the Ultimates is like super, obviously, cosmic, all the the, 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 the stake of the, the fate of the damn universe is at stake and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Ant-Man and Spider-Woman kind of blends both those worlds where it's, yeah, you're fighting some C and D-level henchmen and, and, and villains, but also now Jessica Drew just got roped in because of Captain Marvel got roped into the Civil War, and she's pissed because uh, her best friend roped her into something, and now Banner's dead, and, you know, she's super pissed. Um, I think with the movies and with the Netflix stuff, you need to keep those, you need to keep that those zones apart. You need to keep the street-level stuff on Netflix and keep the cosmic big big picture, super big, larger picture stuff to the movies. And to the Avengers and, and that kind of stuff. And so, in the middle of the road on it. Right. So so basically, okay. I mean, I I think they could pull it off. I'm going to say why. Because after phase three, there's going to be more changes. So you if you end it with everybody do meet up in the, in the Infinity War, that's when we get our big changes that go into phase four. Then we go back to street level. You see hold, what up, I'm hold up. Hold up. Richie's. Sent me the Defenders trailer, which I'm pretty sure I'm seeing for the first time, even hearing about oh, for the first time. Shit. I'm absolutely sure of it, matter of fact. Uh-huh. So this is set to come out before the Iron Fist thing? No. no. Exactly. But they already have a trailer. I ain't seen no Iron Fist trailer. The Iron Fist <laughs> They already have a release date for Iron Fist. Okay. And I want to see that trailer. This ain't even a re- trailer. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's cool, but there's no foot. 2017, okay. <clears throat> there's no footage. No, that's yeah, a teaser. We get teasers first, then we get trailers. Teaser. 
after Iron Fist, before Punisher, season two, or season uh, first season of Punisher, uh, Rich says. Cool. When the hell we get a Jessica Jones season two? That's what I want to know. After that. Yeah, I guess. So. All right, Boris. Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you later. Right. All right. Let's uh, bring Rich on here to uh, set the stage for, for VIP. Uh the fan the second. What's what? happening? Not much. Yeah, I was listening to you guys talk about it, so I figured I'd send it to you. The way they have it set up. Yeah, first time I'm ever hearing be... about this, but I appreciate it. So in, yeah, in two months, I, I don't remember sending it to you. I don't heard at it. least the Defenders <laughs> yeah. one. You don't tell me about the Defenders. Just uh, mark this, you know, uh, uh, October 5th, <laughs> 808, 810 Central. <clears throat> Go back, play the tape. I'm like, that ain't me. That ain't my voice. <laughs> like, what are you Same talking about? Putting my feet on somebody's couch. You think I'm somewhat crazy? Yeah, I remember putting my feet on his couch. <laughs> <laughs> so after I started grinding my feet in this couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they got uh, the Defenders, and then Punisher jumped the line because they've realized how popular he was as far as the reaction. So he's going to be the next one. And then it would be so, Daredevil season three, Jessica Jones season two, and so on and so forth. So the same guy that said, uh, some of my man said he loved Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he hated, hated, might be strong, but he just did not like Daredevil season two. He said it didn't get good till uh, till till. Uh, uh, a big guy Frank showed up again. Yeah, no, pun, uh, the big one, Kingpin. Till Kingpin. Till Kingpin showed, you know, came back on the canvas, and Pun Punisher was too emo for him. Like a uh, guy, war veteran that lost his entire family to Hitman Squad is was too emo. The guy who 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 burned his who you know he didn't even. Uh, well, I enjoyed the fact, and uh, Shahid knows I am the biggest fan of Alexi Alexander as far as a director and just person. She, as a person who made a Punisher movie, gushed over the fact that they got Punisher to do a scene in a diner where he's giving love advice, and it didn't seem hokey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. But the same, the same, the same guy. Yeah, he said. Uh, he's uh, he says Iron Fist. Again, going by nothing but excellent so far, or maybe Daredevil season two obviously wasn't excellent to him. But he said Iron Fist looks like it's going to shit to bed. It's like what gives you that idea? I the the worst. I, I, I mean, we were talking about that a little bit this weekend. The worst Marvel film. She now we're talking about Iron Man two. One of the worst Iron. One of the worst Marvel films they made is still it's good. Definitely the worst Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It's still good. It's not good like, enough where I, I ever felt Iron like Man I needed 2. to go watch it again. I watch Iron Man three over and over and over again though, because that's well, that's a Shane Black joint. I love Shane Black. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I, I love. They blew his house up. I can't. I can't get over that. They blew his crib to smithereens. <laughs> he was talking shit. I enjoyed when they made Iron Man 3's trailer. Beverly Hills Drive. 
When he did the trailer, when they did the trailer for Iron Man 3, and they showed, at first, you know, like Mandarin, I get Mandarin's like spooky, like mystical. I was like, okay, is Marvel really going to go mystical? And then they showed him as like, everything you know in America is a lie. Like, if I was like, this dude is playing up, just hitting us with truth bombs? I love this version of the Mandarin. Then he was what he was, and I thought that was even funnier. Yeah. But Man, now I you fast forward good. a couple of years, and we're really getting the mystical stuff. Yep. And that's going to open up, like, I know uh, Boris will be excited for that. And we could talk about this on VIP. But one of the biggest things about, I think I put you guys, sent an article in the group me about it. One of the biggest things about this whole interdimensionality and uh, time and space and all that fun stuff is they can now start to play around like Flash is, which is when it gets the most fun. Because you have actors, you have characters that have died in this universe. Yeah, but and it can also can go off them. the rails with two, you know. Not that, again, I, I give them every all the benefit of the doubt because we have no reason to this point, you know, to you know, if you want to take the 08 MCU stuff from tonight. We really have no point. Hulk, Norton Hulk wasn't that great. Uh, and Iron Man 2 was kind of trash. But still, there's still no reason to assume, you know, something that you haven't seen is going to... But, you have to acknowledge it can. Like if you're like, oh, let's yeah. play around. But these with guys this are good at planning. That's the thing. It's not like no offense. I don't want to make this a versus thing. Yeah. It's not like DC when they created the Justice League, and now you're reverse engineering the death of Superman within the Justice League to create the Justice League. That's too much going on at once. If they took from now until 2020 to create what just happened in the Secret Wars where all these dimensions finally, you know, you screwed up too much in different spots, like we've been talking about with the uh, Ultimates, and then ultimately you had to fix it. You can do that in a movie if you have a plan. You can't do that if you're going to do it three years from now and just say, eh, we'll figure it out. And so, right. for me, I'm excited because that might be the way when the time is right, you introduce Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Yep. That, can I, can that's I, what can they I did in the Marvel Universe comics. While have you both on the line, in the, mm-hmm. in, in, the Mar- in the Netflix stuff, whether it's either season of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, or Luke Cage, they have at times, and in Luke Cage it's been twice now more explicit because of well, the, the I already know the answer to your question, selling, but go ahead. Selling, uh, selling uh, the... the you know, the event footage of the event, bootleg <clears throat> close-ups of, of the Incredible Hulk and all that stuff. They always mention Thor, because they, oh, the guy with the hammer. Uh, or when the cops are and talking, you we know got guys with magic hammers. Too. Huh? <laughs> like, you know the answer to this. But keep going. I can tell nope. you all, but you know the answer. I, I, I don't think I do. Um, well, the thing is, Spider-Man wasn't under contract to them but when they shot this stuff. So they couldn't oh, say Spider-Man. See, I don't, oh, okay. See, yeah, I didn't know that. Sony I mean, I knew that, but that through. wasn't. Yeah, the Sony deal didn't right, go right. through. No, 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 I get it. Yeah. Because I think and of so now they can because all it in. three of those shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, are so obviously New York, excuse me, New York Central and New York City themes and everything. They are New York City. I mean, that big speech uh, Matt Murdock gave at the end and all that crap. Um the fact well, here's one for you, Travis. Superman when it or comes, Spider-Man. Sorry. When it comes to Daredevil, Ben York, remember the guy in the first sorry. season? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just want to tell you, Ben Urich, the guy who Kingpin like yeah. crushed with his hands, he was a key uh-huh. character from Spider-Man, and that's what eventually uh-huh. led him breaking off from the Daily Bugle to make Pulse with Jessica Jones during the Civil War. But because they hadn't signed the deal with Spider-Man, they were it was literally like two or three months difference. If they had been a little bit off in their schedule, it would have fit perfectly, and it would have been J. Jonah Jameson and Bugle and all that other stuff. But because they didn't do it, they were like, okay, this guy's neutral. We can use him without getting sued, and then we just play it out the way we play it out. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know, uh, really didn't, uh, I mean, again, I knew that information, but, oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't put it together that that's why. Because when I think of New York or Spider-Man, I think he's so he's so New York City. And they mm-hmm. even did the joke on Family Guy about how, I think it was Family Guy, how Spider-Man in the middle of Kansas. <laughs> he's he got oh, that was fly over. Huh? Yeah. Would be powerless because, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just running around. Yeah, running, yeah. Right. Right. And one of the little joke things from Jessica Jones is, Remember when they showed her origin, she had the car accident with her parents. She went to high school with Spider-Man and had a crush on him. And he called her Coma Girl because she got into the car accident, was in a coma, and didn't graduate with them. Damn. Oh. I know they supposedly in the first episode of of Daredevil of season one, they did a Ninja Turtles tie-in of some sort. Oh, I don't know. Well, no, the whole thing is when the the acid spills, that... That's supposed to be like there was a kid. That's what went down. Uh, or he was sewer. a kid with pet turtles, and they fell oh, yeah. into a sewer from the same stuff that the acid that got in uh in Daredevil Matt lives. Died. Yeah. Now, nah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the defend. I mean, all of this stuff. It's gonna be neat because there's also the issue that Shahid and I always talk about with uh, Marvel's TV guy Perlmutter, who was all about. Uh, basically toys he ran toy biz which was when we were younger that was the one of the bigger toy chains that did all the x-men toys mm-hmm. spider-man toys etc he's the guy who runs tv and kevin feige runs marvel movies and they don't like each other mainly because pearl murder was kind of a racist but you know when they replaced don Cheadle uh with what they when they replaced um uh, Howard. Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle, he told his assistant, who then had to get fired and then sued uh, Disney, who had to settle, no one would know the difference. Yep. Yep. Well, damn. And this isn't light-skinned dude, light-skinned dude. This is light-skinned dude, dark-skinned dude. (laughs) And he's like, nah. And then the big toy issue of the Avengers came out, and no one could buy a, a Black Widow toy. And they put Captain America on the motorcycle she rides in the movie because he's like, girls don't buy action figures. Just kind of an all-around piece of shit. So we had, they had to get the dude out the paint. But, you know, Wait he a made second. Some money. People that... Let's not pretend that the main people buying this stuff are... Are girls, yes, I know. Ch- no, 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 no. Are children. Yeah. So... Maybe yeah. sure. Demograph just just that's just how it is. If you if you give a traditional you know a girl that was raised in a traditional American household, what do you want? A doll baby or this muscled up action guy? You can probably pick the doll baby or the something a little more girly or just not as masculine and aggressive. But you telling me some 
some fat fuck with 800 fucking action figures in his house is not going to want that uh, girl, uh, woman action figure? Hell no. He's going to get three of them and keep two of them in the box and sleep with the other one. Yeah. Yes, please. But to him, he was like, nah, wouldn't sell. Let's put Cap on the bike. And, you know, so now they moved him. But now that makes a giant firewall between television and movies. So you might get allusions to the movies. You might, like, they're not going to say Hulk. They're going to say Green Dude. They're not going to say Captain America. Green Guy. They're going to. And that's just him being petty and having rules for people. Captain America on this one. I don't know who else's name they actually said. They got away with saying Captain America this time. Uh, On the show, they do say Captain America. Okay. Who said it? Do you remember? I believe it was when they were finding out. I don't want to spoil it. It was later in the series. Okay. He was talking with a doctor about something. Are you done? Yes. Rich? I am. You you are, yes? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I just So I'm on episode 12, like with nine minutes to go. Like, as soon as we hang up here, I'm going to (laughs) turn the network off and put watched it, and possibly even... Might as well go ahead and run it. To, might, might as well. Depends how much... No, Rich got something to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I got a career fair tomorrow, so I was going to say, we got to keep this tight. So if you want to do that, that's fine. We just got to do a shorter one when you're no, done. No, no, no. I'm just going to... I'm going to watch the last nine minutes of, of the one, have a smoke, and then we can start it at nine, or at, at ten, pretty sharp, so... Don't uh, I won't keep you keep you up. So I, I feel guilty right. because I know you should. Once you see the last five minutes, you're gonna be like, I need to because I I was that I way. Mm-hmm. Like four, it was like, wait a minute, no, no, mm-mm, gotta finish this. Got, mm-mm. I can't see how this is. <laughs> you would think that, but I saw the twelfth episode of Daredevil at Shahid's place that first Sunday Funday when Texas played Notre Dame mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. watched. 13, two day, or over the weekend, right before I started Luke Cage. Mm. Mm. Uh, this this so, runs kind of... And as Rich knows about 12 Monkeys, I'm not the, I'm not the strongest finisher. So... Now, you heard it here, folks. This is the abstract quote that you could take later. Travis Bryant is not the greatest finisher. Yeah, that's, yeah I tried to throw a pause that, on that. That's payback for cushion, you piece of crap. Damn. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> See, this dude's been calling Every time we do VIP, my wife will come home And he's like, mmm, yeah, cushion I was like, yeah Why would he do that? He's like, I'm talking about you For the first time in like six months Rich, see So it's it's more than the first time ever? No, you gotta kill him You gotta kill him (laughs) Well, I did make that meme that one time (laughs) Oh my god, I forgot about the meme Oh, Jesus keeping oh. me at the cross. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's Avengers Protocol hey. right there. That's Temecula right there. Hey, if there's 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 lines, they got to be crossed. Somebody got to cross them. Might as well be me. I'm going to pay Shahid in, like, movie tickets to just shove you into a place. Okay. Okay, no matter, whatever, yeah. Won't he have to pay for Darlene's ticket? Just get his ticket. Yep, I got at the theater, and he got you. Ah, cushion. Cushion. Not even going to let him get a response. Disrespectful. 
Did you mute him? Uh, Terrible. Yep. <laughs> I try. I try to hear that. <laughs> I'm a hear it in VIP, so you know. <laughs> there you go. And just for 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 people who aren't in the know, that is not a thing I'm saying about his wife. Okay, so I'm not. I am not talking about that man's wife wife's cushion. I'm talking about his very own cushion. So wow, makes it uh, you know less wow, 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 a little wow. gayer, but let you know. Like damn, are you talking about that Terrible. man's wife like that? And y'all still friends? No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I mean, right. I would, but I'm, I'm not. At the, I'm not at this at this very moment. <laughs> All right, before I don't have no friends left, let's uh, end this show. We'll get it to y'all next week, VIP people. Hang in there a sec. We out of here. <laughs>